Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are live here with another Dirtbags podcast. We're a few now in uh, Young Joshua. Yeah, episode 15. 15, there you go. We're cranking a few out and we are here with a couple of likely lads and it's going to be a good one because we're here with uh, Jeffro and Hoggy and I tell you what, we have some big horsepower patrol boys here as we like, we do like. So are we going to go wild? We like to make bold statements. Are we going to say the two biggest horsepower patrols? Boom, boom. There you go. See, Josh, in Australia, LS powered. Big shoes to fill. Yeah, big shoes. Like, big well, shoes. Hey, again, like ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing the pitch straight away because we always forget this. But right now, if you're listening or you're logging yes. on, make sure you uh, press share and do all the other stuff. And also get in the comments because we are actually live in the comments. So uh, Josh can bring stuff up. Wow, that's very uh, emotional there, Josh. But anyway, the moral of the story is that we're all live. And yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. And um, so get on and, and get in the comments and have a chat and share and make sure you tell your mates to have a listen along because we're going to be live for a hour or so chatting to these legends about some of the cool things like i mean it's it's pretty cool we like a lot of touring and these guys actually drive their cars i know hoggy you probably haven't done as many cases you'd like to in the last little bit but i tell you what you have done fraser you have done a number of things and i think that's something um unique a little bit because a lot of the four-wheel drive scene is based around either a, a touring car or a performance car whereas Jeffro, you're actually getting just dragged in as a CQ boy now. We do this a bit. There is something a bit unique in CQ about dudes driving their 600 horsepower cars. You know, it's it's something that's probably not as common. It's getting more common now with the with the WA boys. And, and actually, let let's just kick it straight off, Jeffro. We want to know a little bit of backstory, and Hoggy will catch up with you too. But you mentioned before that On you're the actually, yeah, yeah, we On are ready. To go. I like this. So, but you did mention before that you actually started off as a New South Wales boy, because I must admit, I assumed you were born and bred WA from the sand dunes over Drinking there. Drinking export. Ex exactly. But but I'm told that that's not true. And I actually tell um, told that you know someone that we know quite well in the form of young Brycey Chapman. Yeah, so a um, bit of a Mexican when it comes to WA. I uh, moved to WA from Tamworth, uh, New South Wales. Uh, yeah, grew up in Tamworth and got into motorsport and building engines and, uh, yeah, started building engines for Bryce in his drift car and the story goes, so. That's crazy, man. Like what a small world that, uh, motorsport is. Yeah. That happens mm. to be, yeah, you just dropped it. Uh, even before we didn't realize until now we were getting ready to record this and you said, uh, that you happen to know old Brycey, mate. It, and apparently hasn't changed a bit. It was an absolute weapon. Back then, still an absolute weapon. I haven't seen him for a couple of years, but yeah, he was always a weapon. Yes. So, <laughs> but to um, the actual first off-road thing I actually ever went for a ride in was um, Bruce's or Bruce and Bryce's um, in, the gym in the in the gym coat. That is the first car you got to ride in off-road. Hundred percent. I tell you what, that, that thing is a magnificent car yeah, yeah. josh and i've always talked about it like those Jimco champions are one of the ones that i'd really love to have a drive of because they're they're just so big they're think dominant like i think given that well brycey's the right combo to be hey, brycey if you listen to us right now mate get jeffro on he'll build you a new motor for that uh, <laughs> no i'm sure they've got good motor guys but but build something real cranky and run at think because that car is a big whoop destroyer and brycey's a great driver so but mate hey, let me know because i'm interested so you say you brushed over it i love how people in in the podcast when you say you started building motors talk to us how did that start are you you an apprentice mechanic is it uh, like or you just decided you wanted to start building them or yeah so i was lucky enough to get an apprenticeship with a um engine guy in town um his name was brian mccosker and he built um just methanol engines basically and we did a bit of other stuff as well 
And uh, yeah, that's how I got my, my, my taste, I suppose, for yep. um, building engines. And that guy taught me a lot. So sorry, mate. Again, I, I like to ask a lot of questions. When you say methanol motors, are we talking drag cars or speedway motors? Because I, I know methanol was quite dominant in speedway as well for a long period of time, isn't it? It probably still is as far as I know. Yes. Yeah, so predominantly they were boat motors, um, circuit boat motors. Um, so Brian's personal boat was 2,000 horsepower small block shed. Yep. Um, but further to that, we did, you know, drag. We had some drag customers as well, um, some sprint car customers, mostly V8 stuff, um, sort of, sort of, you know, you can see why, but, um, and yeah, we did a bit of Jappy import stuff as well and um, just got a few good variety machining. So I'm a machinist by trade and um, basically at the time there was no engine reconditioning specific trade. It was just, you're, you're going to be a machinist. So yeah, got the machinist trade, got the engine experience and then yeah, went on from there to do aviation engines. Oh, wow. Um, I did that for 18 months and then that's, uh, I went into mining after that and just did mining, machining and and uh yeah now i'm doing line boring so i was gonna ask you and your day job is in the mining sector over in wa yeah so i'm um, self-employed with a little line boring truck and um just cruise around and bore holes where yeah. i can <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough i like that no that's very interesting because I, I the reason that i asked that specifically is that whilst an engine is an engine for a lot of guys and, and in case you don't know hoggy builds motors as well so like there's a bit of a bit of a hey josh you, you and i build motors too and they blow up pretty quick so no they, we, we we try to build motors we've got a shed not unlike this and it's uh it's interesting some of our no, motor no builds. fans but we're not no, that flash no, no. Don't no go good, any good lucky. <laughs> no but what's interesting there is you're talking about boats and the loading and i think that's prevalent with respect to building four-wheel drive motors as well like you know that loading side of things is often very different with respect to tuning with respect to performance we see it quite a bit where um in the off-road scene i'm now talking like the australian championship stuff a lot of the guys that are good at tuning that off-road is a bit different to who tunes the performance stuff you know like a lot of guys can get a big load of horsepower out of a motor but they're not very uh, how do i say this they're not fueled right under under performance like you know under that load situation and, and we see guys struggling with motors with that and it's interesting because i do feel that that's something that the boat guys are very good at because that boat is loaded i mean anyone that knows anything about boats pushing through water they literally they struggle don't they Three thousand rpm it may as well be it you know tow it towing a caravan like a full drive so you know yeah make, absolutely and there's there's a prop that's always in the water you're never coasting that's really. right so um yeah, the boat and motors are built built heavy duty, I suppose. Yeah, so, and that's yeah. interesting that it's a that that's your background and with that machinery gear and that as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it was it was a good thing, and um, yeah, I'm glad that I got the you know the start and and building motors because it's yep. I still do a few on the side now just for sort of close people, but yep. otherwise I prefer to do line boring. Yeah, yeah, and go and party <laughs> on the weekend. Yeah, that's exactly. right. No, that makes sense. And so, Hoggy, you're actually an interesting story too, because I mean, you started off and uh, we're on the right track, Hastings Deering. You know, you did all that sort of side of things. Yep. Then you started building your own stuff, and now you've sort of moved into a position where you've built quite a few motors now for a number of customers. Yeah. So, started, uh, are we using the word customers or uh, mates or what do you want? To, you... It's usually yeah with a recommendation, so yep. a friend. You know, someone yep. says, "I know someone," and yep. that's how it sort of kicks off. But yep. um, did seven years, just over seven years at Hastings. Um, had to rebuild my own engines over the time, and then realize you know money's tight and i need to make some money so i yes. can build cars so yep. started doing some cash jobs on the side and that's pretty much how i've paid for 
uh, all, invoice all jobs. If the yes, HO is yes. listening, one hundred percent all <laughs> invoiced. All yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, and a bit of history behind your car, mate. I mean, you've had it for quite a period of time now, haven't you? It's seen a number of different variants. Yeah, I had it nearly ten years now. This would be the third full. I wouldn't call it a ground up rebuild, but third full redo. So yep. fresh engine, you know, changing it up, and yeah, every time it's just more fun. Yeah. So, but. And I've seen you joking on Facey about it being a 50-footer, but it's really not. It's, it's a very clean GQ shorty in the overall. And I love the panel look. Like, I mean, that's something quite unique around here. And it's a good look. It really looks crisp in the white, mate. I'm, I'm not just talking it up. I've always yeah. liked your car. It's good. So, yeah. I, I see all the little imperfections and things when you look yeah. at it. So to me, it's good from far, far from good. But, yep. you know, it's, um yeah, it's nice to drive, nice to look at. So, yep. yeah. It's and, and obviously you went away from, because it was a... uh tb42 car to start off with wasn't it well that's what the car was when it um came from the factory or the deal or whatever down sunshine coast motors um but the person i bought it off had actually put a six liter in it gotcha uh, i'd already had the iron block in it yep. and i knew that that was the base that i needed to you know chase the big boost down the track whether it was going to be three years or five years or like it is now nearly nearly 10 years down the track um i knew that i needed that block to to make it happen so yep. Also, oh, that's interesting. So, from the very start, it's not like a um, you know, build it up, build it up. It's you were actually had this plan. You had a vision in your head of what you wanted it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Always wanted to do the boosted thing. So, my older brother's into cars and stuff, and sort of seeing him progress through it. Um, he's trying to build, you know, twin turbo LS and that sort of stuff. I thought, yeah, I need to do that. That's yep. what that's what I want to do. Yeah. So, no, it's very yeah. cool. And again, anyone uh, on the socials and that, mate, shout it out. It's, it's Hog with a double G Motorsport, isn't it? It's Pig Motorsport. Pig. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I, I always satire. do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I knew that. I, I wrote it the other day and I was laughing because I, I knew that yeah. that's what it was. But, but Pig, and uh, again, get on Instagram and have a look because it's, it's again, for a four-wheel drive, I understand it's not a show car. You come from a, a performance car scene. So, But as far as four-wheel drive go, it's clean. The work underneath, beautiful. All done by or in-house or? Um, it was sort of a few different stages so a lot of it started off um like majority of the cars built by harley so harley now works for waltech or his own business yep. um but it was through a few different stages so i started with fatty um fatty kicked a few things off and then it's just progressed and now harley's obviously gone out in his own harley has finished it off so but all the turbo kit everything is all waltech all the fab work all the the new bracing and yeah yep. so i mean he's turning out some beautiful we've talked about it on this pod before about some of the stuff that he's turning out at the moment really is very nice out of that um out of that factory he's got, isn't it? Or, yeah. uh, shop, you know. It's yeah, little, this little shop. Yeah. Um, he's got a couple of hoists in there. It's just him and Tomo. So they're both um, Nissan technicians, DC Motors. Oh, yes. Yep. Uh, so they know what they're sort of doing with the patrol. But, yeah, he's pumping out some good stuff. And a lot of it seems to be in the high horsepower range at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, again, uh, if you're just listening along, like he's now really quite known for – like he did a barra-swapped – GU to start off with, didn't he? Like early on, long time ago, long time yep. ago. So, like, I mean, yep. he was sort of a bit of ahead of the curve there. Yep. And from there, has been building a number of beautiful cars again, like turbo cars and and a number of things. So, yeah, he's he's definitely um lifted the game of the quality around CQ. I feel like because people are now expecting the quality to step up. You know, those stainless manifolds, all the wraps. Yeah, he's doing little a nice fancy job. bits and pieces. Yeah, it yeah, is very so. nice compared to what. Uh, yeah. Oh, stuff it. I'm throwing it out there. With about, we were talking before about Russ Mason and what a weapon <laughs> that dude was. But the ultra, man, Mason is a legend and I love the dude. But if he could find a bit of tube out the back and weld oh, it to a yeah. manifold, oh, that's 100%. what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm cool with that because he just made what he had. I mean, this dude, uh, do you know much about Mason and some of his antics and like, oh, I got on the piss with Mason on Friday. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Like <laughs> it was not uncommon in the back in the day that he'd like pull a motor apart that was like a broken 4.2 to find rods and like he'd straighten one to get two and make the it, good bearings. Good out bearings, of yeah. exactly. Yeah. I know he's changed a bit now. He's got a lot of like, but but back in the day that. He was next level weapon, like yeah, he's still next level. Yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, there was some gold <laughs> things, but like not even yeah. to do with motors. Like I remember we did um, the CQ3 car comp with him, and we were packing up the car, getting like gear ready for like, and he got rag because he wanted to carry like two or three rags, so he got rags out, and he's like standing in the back of his car, and he's like, "Well, like what are you doing, mate?" He's like, "Oh, I'm trying to work out which is the lightest rag to put in his car so that he uh, that he wouldn't he he'd have less weight in his car." And then he was like so concerned about like weight all the time that we actually ran out of fuel doing the GPS challenge because he didn't have it. So we had to tow him around for like half of this GPS challenge because he was just. But yeah, the the, the light and rags was the uh, the one that got me. But he's still a legend. Like yeah, I've, yeah, I've never dog. seen anyone that can tow a trailer to cliffhanger come second and then. Yeah, I know that wasn't quite the story, but he went on tour straight after, wasn't it? Remember, he went to the Cape or he yes. went somewhere else straight yeah. after. Like that's he's a lunatic, and yeah, in a good way. I heard this cliff second cliffhanger story on Friday actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um I don't know the details, but yep. it was yeah, it was a good one. Oh yeah. No, he's a he's a madman. Like, even down to like they had to convince him. So the story originally was that he was driving there with a trailer and then going then King, you know, like King's transport, they ended up hooking him up with a deal to go because Greg was going in his turbo ute and all that sort of stuff. So they said, Don't drive it. Like, but he dead set wanted to drive it with a trailer race the whole weekend he would have come well he did come second but he would have come second anyway yeah he's he's a man on a mission for sure and and that's a car that then as i said he jumped in and went touring up to up north and and that's a crazy i mean it's been to tasmania it's been anywhere yep and i tell you what that leads us into something i did want to talk to both of you guys but uh, particularly jeffro like you're now doing a lot well let's take a step back uh, sorry i'm jumping through but so you ended up going away you went over to Lineborn wa and then you've built yourself a gu in that order basically yeah yep. i built a gq and uh stepped on from that it was an ls gq it was pretty tidy toured um toured to kananara with that from perth and back and um yeah it was a good thing but bought an x avis hire car which was uh, the whiny wagon <laughs> um convert like put all the gq running gear in it and eventually just progressed and yep i suppose it all started but my mate toby said oh you know i work at this this wicked shop street build i'll um I'll get you a supercharger and i was like no i don't want one man because that means i'm gonna have to fix the diffs every second day and the gearbox and anyways all good three weeks passed and then he's like oh hey man i've got that supercharger for you so i'm like oh, yes, yes you do it's yeah. too good to be true mate yeah. like you yeah. know I obviously still pay for it and everything and then that's where the whole supercharged six liter thing started and it's just been a progression of me learning how to build shit to last behind it basically yep. Yep. Um, and there's been a few negative experiences, but you can always turn that around and say that's a learning experience, you learning. know. And there's been heaps of that, so it's really grateful for all that to happen, to be honest. No, that's awesome. No, because I think what's um crazy is that again, probably for anyone in WA, like to get anywhere is a long distance, isn't it? So you've got to build them so that they can be driven to get to the dunes. I mean, the dunes aren't just on the edge of Perth, you've got to travel and oh there's there's an abundance of dunes like yep. basically western australia is a sand dune it's yep. all sand perth's all sand and there is literally dunes 20 minutes from well, oh really 20 minutes from my old house yep. yeah that's pretty good there's a lot um just north of perth probably half an hour north of jundalup for any perth listeners if yep. there is any um but yeah there's also a lot down south as well but the coast it, it's all there's a lot yeah there's a lot 
And yeah. like the Five Rocks here is exceptional. Yes. It really is. But I feel like WA has 10 versions oh, of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Five Rocks is wicked. It's yep. yeah. epic. Just, um, oh, you only yeah. look at some of that footage from um, around Esperance and stuff like that where they, what was the uh, four drive event they did over there? Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what's your Iron yeah. Man, whatever, or whatever it was. Whatever it was, man, but, challenge. Yeah, but yeah. man, some of the footage from those Esperance dunes, it just looks epic. Yeah, like, it looks like it. Looks yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like it'd be one of those weird ones where you'd be like doing the event, you'd be like, I actually just want to pull up and camp here. Like I, I'm sick of driving. Like let's just go and play on this sand dune. Like, yeah, some of those dunes just look amazing. Yeah. There is um, there is like as you said, like some of them are quite far away. And you can go, you know, Esperance is like, I think, six hours or something from Perth, but there's Bremer Bay, there's Bill Bunya Dunes, which I haven't been to, and, like, no one goes there. They're all to yourself. You can camp in the middle of nowhere and have yeah. a fat old time and rip up sand and no one really gives a shit. That'd but, be yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, so, so out of interest for us uh, Queenslanders that are not in that situation, because we are not in that situation, you've got to camp in the area, you've got to, you know, book your permits and do all that sort of stuff. So over there you are within reason like there's areas and you're just free to explore absolutely yeah that's pretty oh, amazing eh? absolutely just pick a spot um you do have to so get we're quite, all, a, uh, quite a ways out of perth to do that we're all moving yeah moving to yeah. wa is that what's happening yeah. i've been trying to twist these boys arms here yeah. since i started coming to this yeah. whole dobinson's um drag thing yes oh so, you know it's your turn come over so yes. i think it's happening so you're yeah. saying we need to organize like a um like a drag up a big sand dune one weekend, like paddle tires, all the good stuff, yes. and we'll just get up there and get rogue. Absolutely, mate. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Get, like get a cane. Get a cane. We can make that happen. I like it. We, like we it. spoke about it the other night. Um, Russ was actually Russell Mason was mm -hmm. actually pretty keen on putting his car on the, the train. Yes. Yes. I'm not sure if it's called the Garn or or what yeah. option yes. there is, but yep. basically you have a little holiday while you sit on the crane while, train while you. Cars Listen, we all country. know there is no way that Russell Mason can sit, <laughs> sit still for that long. That's not out there. Yeah, he'll yeah. be driving the train. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna. <laughs> if push come to shove, he'll probably just drive the car. To yeah, be honest, yeah, man. absolutely. Yep. No, but that's a great idea. It's, it's it's something that would be absolutely awesome to send a heap of cars over and do a tour, which I know that the guys have done a number of times. Like Fraser's a, a constant trip, isn't it? Like a crew goes down there and you know go for an adventure up the Cape in all the performance cars. So. And that is interesting, mate, because you got into that. So the connection to you with the CQ boys is all through the Dobbins and Drags. Like, how did you make content? We're talking social media. We're talking. It all started on Instagram. Yep. So the patrol whole Instagram thing said, sort of. said, hey, Nick, your car's crap, mate. <laughs> I want to race. I'm, I'm going to get you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, I think how it all started was. Yeah, so I became associated with Nick on, on the gram just thanks to the, the San June videos and stuff and just sharing each other's content and then got yep. talking to him, became Nick does, friends. Nick does have a reputation in the dunes, definitely. Seems that way. Yeah. Um, became pretty good friends with Nick and then slowly started to become connected to the people around Rocky, I suppose. So yep. like Al, Alan Corny, yep. um, Ben, Ben Dobinson. And then I think what happened was um, Al got some of these new Dobinson MRA shocks and I was sort of watching what was going on and seeing that. So I messaged down and said, what's the go with these new shocks? And they're pretty fresh. I'm not, not even sure if they're on the market at the mm -hmm. time, but they were pretty fresh. So, And um, Al said, I'll just, you know, hit up hit up Ben. So I messaged Ben and said, hey, Matt, what's the go? Can I get some, you know? And, um, yeah, he's, he sent me the bill and, yeah, I've got some shocks. And, yep. um, and that was the connection to that. And then I think shortly after all that, you know, sort of just slowly – Working my way in, working my way in, I suppose you could say. Um, I would think it was Nick said, "Oh, well, Ben had already run the event um one year, 
And then I think it was the second year that um, Nick sort of said, why don't you come over? And I thought, ah, oh, silly, mate, it's 5,000 k's away. Then Ben messaged me and said, hey, mate, like, you should come over. And I was like, that's silly, mate, it's 5,000 k's away. 5,000 k's. Yeah, just kept, they kept poking. And yes. then the support, you know, yep. like if you break your car, you got we've got a hoist, we've got a shop. You know, Nick said, there's a hundred guys here with diffs, whatever. Yep. It's all good. We've got LS's lying around everywhere. You know, I know you guys have snapped all the TD cranks, so there's no chance of there's rebuilding my left, TD left. here, but um, all the pretty cranks. sure they're all out the back of Diesel Central. Grace, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grace, yeah. So if it wasn't for the support of, of Nick, Al, um, Dobbo. Ben, Dobbo, yep. yeah, and just recently John Pratchett has been vital. Yes, yes. <laughs> because it did break. Yep. Um, so that, you know, that was plan B engaged and um, it's worked out really well. So, but yeah, definitely wouldn't be happening without the support. Yeah, that's cool. Probably a special thanks to Travis for the, the tow truck driving. Yeah, so Trav did a bit of bit of trucky work. Yeah. Picked me up from the drags at 3 a.m. the next morning. So um, that's Trav Henrahan, if you're yep. listening, mate. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, what a legend. legend. Yeah. Absolutely. That's cool. And there's many other people to thank too, but we'll be here or not. So yeah, yeah, no, no, but that's good. You're more than welcome to. But probably get back to again for our listeners that aren't fully in the loop. You're now talking about your second trip to the Dobinson's tracks. Because did you do a first trip? Yeah. Um, so this was the second one. This is the yeah. second one. Yeah. So I was trying to get it. the backstory. There is that you'd already been the five thousand k's, run the race killed it and then driven all the way home via the fink desert race. Oh, i think yes yeah that's right yeah that was the first year so who jumped in with you sam so yeah sam we're oh. at the caves i think having okay, a beer that sounds caves like up. something yep. yep it was my sort of like hooroo to everyone I'm, I'm going and then um basically I, I was sort of toying with the idea of going home via fink and i did have a little bit of time up my sleeve so yep and this is via the plenty of like, course yeah yeah of course yeah they gave me the options and yep. um I was like, no, no, I've got the good shocks and yeah, I've got yeah. the hydro bumps. We're oh, all yeah. good. So the, the Plenty Highway got done at a dollar yep. forty, I think, the whole way. Sam driving, which is good. Thank you, Sam. Yep. Yes. Um, and then yeah, went to Fink, caught up with some of my WA mates that were there. It was a Bucks party actually, yep. so that was good. Yes. Yep. And then ended up halfway down Fink track, towing around, bombed out, rolled Falcons and crap that we yes. found along the track, and yes. had that time, and then went from. It went from Fink uh, via the Tanami Desert to, I think it was uh, Broome. Yep. Met up with my family there and then flew to a job that I had to do, flew back and then moseyed on back to Perth. So I think it was 14,000 Ks round trip. Oh, so you went around from Broome, you went around the coast, like via Port Headland all over? Yeah, so Port Headland and then cut south through Newman. Okay. And I know those roads pretty well because that's sort of where I work Your and stuff. Area. So And I'd seen the coast already before and I was on a gotcha. mission to get home by that point. So yep. Yep. Uh, hit a home, but yeah. And which leads us then to, well, 14,000 kilometers was the first. So essentially, I know you incorporate a lot of other things, but 14,000 kilometers to bring it over, put it on a drag strip and try and lay down as fast a time you can. And well, I want to know that too. What time did it end up running? I think it was 11, 7, 8 or something. Gee, that's quick. So it's a quick patrol. Yeah, yeah. For a, a wagon, what, three, over three ton you reckon? Yep. Yeah, look, I did pull a fair bit of weight, but I think it's still pretty chunky. So yeah. it's about two six, two seven. Yeah. And I've tried my best to rip it to pieces. Yes. Um, and yeah, we did it was the old it was the old supercharger and everything, and I actually put a stock GM camshaft in it as well, just to try and get some economy economy. Yep. Um, but yeah, it did eleven seven something. It might have been eleven eight or something like that. But yep. yeah, same, same shit, different oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, oh, all you need to know if you're listening and don't understand, that's very, very fast <laughs> in a patrol. Like, yeah, yeah, very, very fast I like to flex anything. it too, anything, mate. You know, yeah, 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 no, fair, cool, yeah, and so, um. Yeah, because I wanted to ask, and what about, or maybe I shouldn't ask this question, but can you give us like rough fuel economy numbers of your, like, do you have a rough idea of what sort of leaders Barnard it was doing? Or Yeah, look, it's on the highway. It's actually not too bad. Yeah. Um, I, I did a bunch of messing around with pulling belts off superchargers and opening the bypass valves yes. and all this crap. So it's not coming up to boost up hills and all this stuff. Didn't really notice a huge amount of difference. Um, put the belt back on. I've got this fancy Holly dash and just, got all the numbers all the letters injected duty cycle afrs i was running at lean i was running at rich i was sending the timing to the moon playing with injection timing which on a petrol's not really looked at i know on a diesel it's pretty critical but yeah messed around with a heap of stuff and didn't really find a trend that was particularly good or better um so i just went back to basics put it back how it was and um you know behind a b double or whatever you'd get 14 liters per hundred Pretty good. Probably even better, but that was too slow. So yeah, sitting yes. on a dollar ten, um, convert uh, torque converter locked, you sort of get you know seventeen, eighteen liters per hundred. But you know if you average that out on all the all the other stuff, you're averaging I think twenty liters yep. per hundred. Yep. But, but still, that, I'm well known for my Toyota hate around here. But like you know, like a V8 Cruiser is only doing sixteen, seventeen at best anyway. So you're in that ballpark, and you've got an eleven seven car like that. Yeah, for the power. That's level. pretty yeah. darn cool. Yeah, that's it's pretty awesome, darn man. impressive. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. Like I had the four slicks on the roof, and like oh really? Yeah, yeah. on so the roof. I had to drag the uh, two or four. I can't remember, but I put them on the roof. Um, it was a bit of a gypsy looking thing, but yep. yeah. So that as soon as you stack them up high, the wind resistance kills oh, them. Kills um, any car. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, well, yeah. I had spare snout, supercharger snouts, spare parts, just spare everything. I think I had spare rod bearings. Yep. Like I just had everything. So yes. in the roof, on the roof, in a box. Yeah. Just you know. Planning for the worst. Just yeah. in case, yeah. And that time I didn't need it. So yep. I think the biggest failure I had that in that 14,000 Ks was like a broken earth wire on the tail light or something. Yeah. That's unreal. <laughs> you, you had a couple of little oil pressure issues as well with the, the oh, racing oil. Yeah, I had sort of, it was a weird one. And I sort of, I'm, I haven't really got on top of it yet. But yep. basically to fix the problem, you just put a new filter on it. Um, I actually did meet some, some, some legends. I was in St. George. And that's when I noticed on this fancy little dash, I'm looking at the oil pressure for three three thousand k's or something. Yes. And um, I could just see it slowly declining and declining. I'm like, hang on. I mean, I know that usually I'm sitting on two thousand RPM. I've got fifty psi of oil pressure. So by the time I got to St George, I'm like, there's only it's only got twenty pound now. What's going on? So I got thinking, and I started thinking the worst. You know, like I've done a bearing or whatever. Anyways, I pulled into the Holden dealership there. I'm not sure if you boys know him, but they're in the off-road game mm. since I found out. Matt Matt Halpin and um Oh yes. Yeah, he gets hey, funny you say that. He's actually just commented. Matt oh Halpin. no shit. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. I just brought it up. So he's, he just said, Jeffrey Charles, you freaking legend. But that's funny that you yeah, mentioned yeah. that name and he's literally just commented on the Facebook page. Anyway, so yeah, cool. He's listening. He's listening. Oh, I hope his old man's listening too, because he's the one that I met at the dealership. Well, it was the old Holden dealership and yep. rolled on in and said, Have you got no filter? And he goes, Yeah, no worries. And it was like five dollars or something stupid and then he goes oh, i said do you mind if i do it do it in the driveway and he said no nah, no nah, mate you're all good put on the horse it's all good yeah yeah so went around the back and met matt and yeah it was it was on so oh, that's awesome. cool and then i've sort of you know obviously you get yarn and oh you're going to think righty rah and yes yeah so yep. matt, matt was a good that was a good little hook up but yeah that's cool very because cool. there is an australian round 
in St George that mm. happens of the off-road racing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yep. sort of I'm sort of still getting into the whole off-road racing a bit. Obviously, yeah. listening to you guys yes. and that, but um, yeah, starting to dabble a bit well, more and. Well, Fink, Fink does that to people. Oh, we we probably yeah. talk about Fink too much on this podcast. We try to hold it back, but that's because it's such a great, like, little toe in the water, and you go, oh, this is fun. Like, And honestly, oh, this will sound so bad. I think we've talked about it before. I actually think Fink the race isn't the great race. It's Fink the event's the great event. You know, yeah. like, the race is awesome. I'm not knocking it, but there's probably better races. But just that, because the logistics of Fink is a in the bus. Such every balls, time we man. race it we're like what are we doing yeah <laughs> but yeah. it's expensive it's Hard. so much time away from work yeah yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's so much fun because yeah. yeah as you just mentioned about doing all that sort of stuff and the people you meet because that's where i was going with uh like you know it, that's what's so cool i think about touring around australia in your four-wheel drive you end up meeting people out the back of cohen hey joshua yeah. you know like uh, out the back of saint george and like those people are much I don't know. Was it sounding old? But it's it's a one of those joints where like you pull up and St George people are very happy to help, aren't yeah. they? They're, you know. They're, yeah. Well, these guys were awesome. They yeah. saved me because I wasn't sure what was happening. I just yep. thought I'll try a filter. Yep. And yeah, called in and. Yep. And I suppose that's not there. always true. We've had some horror stories out in the back in the middle of nowhere, and you're like, "Oh, this guy's he's a bit scary." To be honest, I'm not sure I'm going to make it out. Oh, Nick, I got a good story about a dude that asked us to pat a pig one time. Yeah, it did not seem right. <laughs> We're trying to buy Nissan parts in the middle of nowhere, and whew, it got a bit scary. It was a big a pig too. Yeah, it was, it a, big was pig. a big pig. Anyway, that's another story for another time. But Phil, Phil Benson greased it up and wrestled it. <laughs> anyway, long story short is that I reckon it is fun when you tour around in these sort of cars, because you do tend to meet and do a bit different to just the norm. Like, you know, if you had a 200 series, not that you would, cause you'd be boring, but if you had a 200 series, you just turn up, go to the Toyota, tick the box, go to the next job, you know, like it's sort of, you miss some of almost that adventure, don't you? Absolutely. And you, someone always turns their head and says, Oh, that, you know, that sounds fat, mate. You're like, yeah, yeah cheers, bud. You yeah. get yarn and the next yeah. minute, you know, yeah. the connection starts. Someone Absolutely. Interests, yeah. And I think the other thing that's interesting is that, yeah, we all tour in petrol cars, which is an interesting thing. Because one of the comments I hear constantly every time, like, you know, I've got the old Ranger with the LS in it or a 62 or whatever it is. Everyone's like, oh, you can't get petrol. Well, it's funny. This last Fink trip, we could get fuel where people couldn't get diesel. Yeah. So I think it's an old thought process now that people are like, oh, you know, you got to have diesel because the old farmers have diesel. Well, there's unleaded anywhere. There might not be 98 premium. That could be, but, you know, you guys are in a position where you can probably tune them or do whatever. Mine's not angry enough. I'll put pump and I'll put E10 in it. E10 in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just get off. Good ethanol. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the moral of the story is that I don't think that's so much a thing anymore where you go, oh, you know, you couldn't go to the Cape without petrol or like in a petrol, but you can. Like, they're good. They don't really, I mean, I've been underwater in mine, water running over the bonnet. Oh, LS is a submarine. They love it. Hey, you know what I mean? Like that's an old thinking where people like, oh, don't tour in a petrol. You're mad. If you got a distributor cap, maybe think about it twice. But yeah, yeah, this state model, it's like, yeah, Yeah. like I said, they're submarines. And a sealed snorkel is a sealed snorkel. Like if you've got all of that, it doesn't matter whether it's petrol or diesel. Like, you know, as long as you've done your maintenance and you're looking after them, you can go a long way in a, uh, you know, a turbo LS or a a supercharged LS. I think I actually saw some videos of a supercharged LS submarine at Fraser. This year, yeah. <laughs> oh, did you go for a bit of a? Oh, I don't. I'm not real good with names, but it was yeah one of the one of the creeks on the west side. Yep, it's quite um, deep. I think we were talking about. Yeah, it was bonnet deep. Like it was, it was sweet. Yeah, going out yeah. to Platypus Bay or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that top creek. I can't remember, yeah. but it's tidal, you know. And if you get it on the right tide, it's fresh. Yes, on the tide out, obviously, and the tide in, it's salt. Yeah, yep. um, no dramas. Yeah, perfect. 
I'm paying for the green death in my trailer plug at the moment, but that's yes. right. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Always sort that out. Yeah. It's out of water, not me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm not a fan of water. Yeah. Freaks me out. That's because you're soft, mate. Anyway, let's get back water's to better than mud, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's probably what I mean when I say I'm scared of water. It's the whole fact that it's like the um, like that grinding paste that, oh, yeah. that gets into like all your seals yeah. and then all your uni joints and everything like that. Like usually, what I do is if I have to go through the mud, I'm looking for the water yes. so I can wash Clean it. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give true. it a nice rinse, and the only yeah. way to rinse it real well is drive through the yes. <laughs> and now this, so you've actually been to Fraser this last trip, and you're going back. Yeah, first first trip I did Fraser, so I got to Rocky, caught up, dropped a heap of crap off, the slicks off the roof and everything, drove however many k's it is to Fraser. Yep. I think this was the night before the drags. Um, went to uh, went to Fraser, got back that day, just got the rattle gun out and smashed a few things on and went to the drags the next yep. day. So that's yeah, yeah I think that's yep. right. Um, and then Fraser um, in a day, that's uh that's a pretty quick trip. Committed all the way up to Orchid all Beach. All the way up. Yeah, got. Got there in the Arvo, sorted sorted it all the way to the end, and it was dark. And then yep. camped at one of the zones at the yeah. top there. In the Nick, scheme of things, though, five thousand k's one way. What's the hundred k? Easy money. Yeah. Thousand yeah. k's just seems like it's yeah. around the corner. Yeah. To yeah. Be Basically yeah. on the cruise control. Like yeah. that's the WA mentality, yeah. though. Everything's yeah. you know all the 100%. hot spots for us at twelve hundred k's. So it's like yeah, yeah who remote to see the Savo? Yeah. Next minute you're twelve hundred k's away. So. And you went across at Harvey Bay to Kingfisher, like, or did nah, you? No, both in skip, both oh, times. Wow. I think so you the, went all the way down. I think yep. the time and the Nick kind of gave us a heads up on how to go about it. And yep. Yeah, if you can catch that tide, you can get from Inskip to Orchid Beach quite. That's quick. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. eighty mile beach is pretty good if the yep. tide's right. It's it, bad if the tide's wrong, but yeah, I actually went to get off at Kingfisher, and the guy was like, "You've just missed the one," and I was like, "Yeah, no worries. How long is it going to take me to get to Inskip?" Yeah, and he said two hours. And I won't tell any tell any more to that story, but it definitely wasn't two hours. He goes, bet, I'm on. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. That's awesome, mate. Now, Hoggy, to get back, you guys do a fair bit of Fraser stuff as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah. not in recent years, but definitely we used to go every year. There was sort of a tradition where we'd head over. Um, We'd all sort of split up, go different ways, whichever way you wanted, didn't really matter. Um, All link up up the top towards Orchid Beach somewhere and, yeah, rent a house, spend a week, whatever it would be, break parts, get stuff on the ferry over and – yeah, just keep going, having some fun. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So you haven't had it over since being turbocharged? Uh, not since being turbocharged. Um, would have been nice to go this year, but it was just too much of a push trying to get it ready. So like, yep. uh, in between Rocky Nats and then Dobbo's drags, yep. had a few little teething issues that I had to sort out, and it just didn't line up. So, um, yeah. Oh, that's cool. But you've got a few trips planned. Like you got a few things where you're going to go a bit further. Uh, for me, honestly, I want to go to WA next yeah. year. Yes. So we've been talking yeah, about save it, up so. for that, mate. Yeah. yeah, forfeit all those Fraser yeah. trips. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Save up for a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. some real fun in the gym. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Yep. Cut a bit loose. Got a set of paddles lined up. No, Do you have I, paddles? I know a guy. Yeah, I've still got them. Yeah, yeah I've still got them. Look, yeah. they're not ideal, but they work. Yeah, they're like small and all that. But you know, maybe we'll get some real ones too. Out of interest, do they make you make they made a noticeable difference? Like. Man, went, it, it, there's pre paddles and paddles, or yeah. So the thing is, because there's no grooves sideways, like there's only grooves sideways. The paddles go sideways; they're yeah. not longitudinal on the tire. So when you go sideways, they flick you sideways real fast. But, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. But once it hooks, it's fast, man. Yeah, yeah that's it's like cool. like holy. Yeah. Whereas on the mud tires, it's it's nothing. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, the, the paddles when you drop the trans brake, it digs a bit of a hole. <laughs> 
Yep. But then once it's doing its thing and it's where it wants to be, it's fast. Yep. It's That's actually cool. like, holy shit. Touching on though, but you're, you're predominantly two-wheel drive, aren't you, over in WA where you got the paddles on? That's right. Yeah. So if you get the right tyres with grooves crossing over, you put four of them on. Yep, and then it's faster. That's what yep. this is. That's what the Arabs are doing. Yes, yes. So they've got the the real deal going on. All that shit they do and yep. is with the good tires, the right size, and everything. And the tires that I've got were just sort of like you know someone just had them and wanted. Well, because that's I was interested in that. Someone just had them, so they were in WA. It's not like you got them from somewhere. Yeah. So it was just it was just funny. So um, a bloke called Matt Canyon ha- had them, and he walked into my mate and said, oh, "I've got these paddles. Do you know anyone that would want them?" And my mate Toby, the same guy that. Um, I know a bloke hooked hooked me up with this yeah. supercharger. Yes, says, "Do you want these paddles?" Old mate, Matt just walked in with, and I was like, "Absolutely." Yes, and um, yeah. Next minute, we're putting paddles on. I had no idea what to expect. I think the first time we went out, read a bit few internet forums, and it said something like, "Oh, fifteen pound." Yep, but I think that's for a sand buggy, which is really quite light. Quite. Yep. So the first thing that happened was, "Yep, all good." Put the tires on, fifteen pound. Happy days. Give it a give it a stab, and it just spun. In the rims. Well, sorry, oh, spun the yeah, rim in the tire. Yes, Heaps yep, of smoke. And I was yep. like, where's this smoke coming from? And then the, the bead was all melted and sh- yes. shit. So went to 20, still spun them. Went to 30, still spun them. Went to 40. They hung on. Wow. Yeah, so they're like a 10-inch wide rim, 15-inch rim, 10-inch wide. But yep. they just spun. So 40 pound, all good, which obviously not ideal, but works. Um, and then, yeah, took them home and put bead lock, weld on bead locks on them, yep. pulled them out. But, yeah, I think if you want to do it proper – Four of them, the right kind and yep. style, um, and then you, we're do on. Ne- do you now run them down at fifteen? Nah, I still, still want a bit them. of safety. The yep. bead lock, yeah, obviously it clamps the tire, but I still yep. run them. But I haven't really done that much of it, to be honest. You, yep. those few videos, I've only done one or two sessions, I think, with them. Yeah, yep. but yeah, we, we now they've got a thousand horsepower. You know, yeah, pretty itching to yep. get out there. So those videos were on a lower performance setting. Yeah, I think seven. It's, just a it, measly. There's so, so many transitions of this car. Like it's been on the dyno a bunch of times. I think the yeah. first time it went on, it was 600. Next time it went on, it was 789. Then the next time was 805. And then the next time was uh, 875. Just testing out this blower porting and shit yep. that I do. Just And yeah, just testing the progression, make sure I'm going the right direction. Yes. And um, yeah, so it's been a few, but I think it was about 700, 800. Yeah, yes. yeah somewhere in yep. there. Yeah. Beautiful. Enough and to what, party. Yeah, enough oh, yeah. to party. After party. Yeah. It's yeah. good. My name's Rod, and I like to party. <laughs> yeah. And I like to jump around a bit, but it, so the other thing that you're pretty well known for, I think, is the flame tune as well, like shooting flames out the tailpipe. Is that just a standard tune, or that's a little bit something spicy you got going on? Yeah, or? look, there's a few things going on, but my tuner just absolutely hates me, and anyone that builds motors hates me because oh, it's just wrong. There's yes. nothing better than flames coming out your tailpipe yeah. to yeah. test every bit. Yeah, it's shit. It's uh, not good for anything. <laughs> and then I get a lot of messages. How do I make it do it? And I'm like, how much money have you got, yeah, mate? Because yeah. it's oh, yeah. how good are you rebuilding motors? Yeah. And yeah, like I've been pretty lucky. My thing's held together, but I have spat push rods out. Yeah. Gotcha. Just taking that little flame boy tune too yeah. far. Yes. And then I've spat rockers and done shit. Nothing oh, yeah. major, but yeah. um Ted yeah, Battle's listening right now. He loves a flame boy tune. He does well. love a flame tune. He does, tune. yep. There, I mean, it's there's there's a few things you can do, but basically retard the time and add fuel. That's yep. what you need to do. Yep. yep. Beautiful. Well, it is it is a good look in the uh, in the dunes anyway. We're going to see it on yours soon, Hoggy? Uh, I don't know. As an engine builder, it kind of makes me cringe <laughs> a little inside. But, thinking, thinking about yeah. exhaust valves crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I do want to get a two-step going. That'd be nice. Yes. Yep. A bit of boost on the line. But yeah, I think I'll leave the, the fire starting to Jeffro. Yes. <laughs> That's Israel right. I forgot Forte, about that. Yeah. Yes. Very good. That is funny as. No, awesome. So, well, let's run through your combos. I want to hear both. But so at the moment, yours is a six liter as well. Iron block? No, no. LS3 block. Yep. Um, LS3 crank. Oh, okay. Yep. Just some um, just some Cali's Comstar rods. Yep. And some Marley pistons. They're not the Gucci heavy duty forged pistons. I think they're 40032 for the tech heads. Um, then 2618 is the real good forged stuff for yes. abuse. But yep. so, but they're doing the job. Yep. I've bent rods in it. Piston's still in there. Yep. Like as in bent a rod, pulled that piston and rod out, reused the piston yes. and put a new rod in. Still good. Yeah, it's done. Wrist pin. Yeah, new wrist pin because it bent that too. So yep. I've had a few dramas just from nitrous and just playing around with stuff <laughs> basically. Um, but basically the motor's probably now at 60,000 Ks or something. Yep. But yeah, um, yeah, the forged pistons, stainless steel valves and um, good springs and trying to upgrade. But it's basically just a, a basic built forged LS3. Yep. So stock heads on at the moment. Oh, I ported the heads. Ported. Yep. Um, used to do a fair bit of do, doing that sort of stuff. So I just gave them a tickle. Nothing major. Yep. Everyone knows that those GM LS3 heads are pretty spicy as yep. they are. So yep. I just knowing that it was going to be blown, I just worked on the exhaust side and bit. And um, yeah, that was, was it. So they, they always like it when you force a bit of air through them too. That speeds things up, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you get it out, get the yep. air out. Air good. out. Yep. Um. So, yeah, other than that, it was LSA supercharger for a long time and I did a lot of porting and messing around with that and got really good gains in performance and then decided, I, pardon me, decided I needed a bit more. So I um, approached Harrop and um, got their H2650i, um, which is a step up. So I think the LSA is 1.9 litres in yep. capacity. Um, and Gee, that's the, a big jump. Yeah, that's yep. a lot. Um, yep. And then the H2650i is... Um, 2.65 litres. Yep. But it comes with a bigger intercooler brick, um, bigger lid. There's a whole heap of gains because the biggest problem is spinning an LSA supercharger to the moon to make the power that it needs, like to make the 800. It's like you got to spin it at 25,000 RPM. makes a lot of heat. Yes. And it can't keep it cold. So the biggest advantage of the Harrop is, um, yeah, keeping the air cold whilst making 10-pound more boost. So it's yes. just benefits all around. So that's yep. been good. Um, and then put that on before the last trip over. So. Um, yeah, that basically sums up the motor. Other than that, it's a 4.80, built 4.80. Um, yes. And there's some story behind that, but we better let Nick tell us about his... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. About, about his motor. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Nick, yeah, you're running an LS combo as well. Obviously, we started with the 6-litre iron block. Yep, block, so you start with. iron block out of an Escalade, um, standard 6-litre crank, and then just a Molnar power adder uh, rod, uh, SRP piston, uh, Athena firing head gasket, and then it's just a stock head with valve spring. I have not done anything to the head at all. Really? They're cathedral no. heads, right? Yeah, 317. Yeah. They're a yeah. LS1 head. So it's it's an LS1, 6 liter. Um, so like when I got it, it had just all LS1 accessories. So it's just been decked out as one. Um, but yeah, same thing, just trunnions and, you know, spend a little bit of money on a few select parts. Yep. Um, I originally started with a 75 mil turbo. And then before even putting it together, that's going to be too small. Yep. So I sold that on um, and then went with the 82 mil Borg Warner, put a race cover and a billet wheel in it. And yeah, that's it. So um, it's relatively fresh combo. Like I'm still learning. I'm still teething it. Like I'm trying to make a four digit power figure out of it. Yep. But 
just run into issues as you would. So yeah, yeah. Um, we were chasing fuel pressure issues most of this week with Jeff Rose. We did some data logging and things like that. Um, but yeah, finally getting to sort of turn it up. So it's well, actually be now enjoyable. that we're talking about data logging. So out of interest, what computer you're running? Are you running a GM computer with a Holly Dash or it's a Holly? No, nah, Holly Dominator. Dominator. Now. Yeah. And you'll run a Holly, Holly as well. As well. Yeah. But I've got the like the what would you call it? like the hot rod version, the cheaper version. So. Um, it's a Terminator X yep. and it has like limited inputs and outputs. Yes. Uh, whereas Jeff Ray's got the Dominator, which is like the, the big dog. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Unlimited sort of tuning ability. and But still yeah. data logging and everything like that on both of them. Thanks to Jeff Ray. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. We had data one of yep. And, yep. you know, we're heading out to the, the racetrack. Yes. And trying to do some tuning and stuff. And it's it was very painful, you know, like I trying to watch the road and you try yeah. to look at your dash and record yep. the dash with your phone at yeah. the same time. Yeah. So you can yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. So and then um what was it? Tuesday, Tuesday night? I think it was Tuesday, yes. Wednesday night. Um, oh, so was that you with the laptop in the story, was it? Yeah. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Very so good. Jeff Rowe set up some data logging stuff for me. We yep. went out um and yeah, just tried to knuckle out a fuel pressure issue I had, which turned out to just be the straws in the tank are actually leaking. Like <sighs> so the yep. clamps just you can't do them up tight enough. So I need yep. to try a different fitting and yep. Yeah. So that's crazy, hey. And it's a, it's amazing how many times you talk to people and the issues are the the little things that just let you down at the end of the yep. line. You're like, oh, I haven't got the right part. No, generally most people have pretty much the right sum of parts. It's just something little like yeah, a leak so or like a Jeffrey did actually warn me about this when like, you know, we were talking years ago about all the setups and what we're gonna do and this and that. And one of the things he said was um, you know, your fuel system has to be on point. Yeah, you want to make that much power, you can't have any sort of well, the you other know, 5% issue is here or there. Just oh, yeah. as soon as uh, that's so, what I was going to say. As soon as they dip off, the yeah. other issue is you just blow things up quick as anything. Like yeah, that's the other thing we wood. did too. We yeah. um, we set up I set up some safeties in safeties. his ECU, so yeah. he's got yeah. a few sensors, log yep. fuel pressure, and uh, obviously he's got oil pressure as well. So we set up some safeties so that if it falls below X pressure at X RPM and X boost, it'll just shut it down. Yep. Yep. Um. So hopefully, brutal ignition cut, but hopefully it doesn't ever need it. But it's always good to have in the background with 100%. What, what you do with it. So. Uh, in the heat of the moment, you're not paying yeah. attention, you're not looking. Like you can have all the warning lights and everything in the world, but and it can still go. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, quick. Yep. yep. Well, I said, dominators look like a really cool thing yeah. too. Like it's probably something that a lot of Australians haven't mucked with yet. You know, we're really, you know, Motec or Microtech or all those Heltecs. Heltec's a huge one, obviously, great Australian product, but. The, the holy stuff does seem really good. I know lots of them are the same, but um, you know, you can do traction control and all sorts of controls. Yeah, you can those. do everything. Like, everything. It's more of a common, I'd say it's more common in America. Like yep. the holy was sort of, I could be wrong here, but I'd say it was based around the LS engine. Um, and then they've now done like the Fords and the yep. Mustang, you know, things yep. like that. So um, Jeff Rose is a little bit more expensive, but I got a terminated harness and my ECU and a little three and a half inch screen yep. um, and delivered to my door. It was like 1800 bucks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So do you buy that through America or do you get them like, is it Rocket or local deal? Who's the um, my older brother actually bought it. Yep. So we bought three. Um, yep. So at the time my dad had a Camaro with LQ9 in it yep. and yes. he bought one for that. Um, brothers that was bought a one very for cool his car. Nova and yep. then we got one for mine. So yep. 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 got a bit of a deal going, but that was through um, Terry Singh at okay. Paramount Performance. So, yep. Oh yes. Yep. yep. So Yeah. Well, Terry's actually done a few cars locally. Kenny Brown's car was an old Paramount Performance supercharged yeah, right, yeah. thing and so he had a right. bit of bit yes. of yeah, remember that name? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had that wall Commodore, didn't he? White VK or whatever it is. The, yeah, I think so. Yeah. SLVR, yeah. You know, the rock one. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, the drag car, car. Yeah. Cool car. But yeah. I think even Jeffrey, you started with the Terminator X, didn't you? And then you just upgraded to the Dominator. Yeah, I did. It was a good thing. Yeah. Um and yeah, it, I think it sort of just I don't know what happened. I kind of outgrew it. They didn't have a can based expander for yes. inputs and outputs. So yep. I already maxed it out. Um and I've got the 480, which is still 
auto shift and the Terminator X Max, which I had, did did the gearbox control as well, or the yep. auto control as well. Um, and then I'd sort of just bunch of and just went, mate, it's time, time you step it up. So, yep. Yep. um, stepped it up to the Dominator, which does the the auto control as well. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's still it's still an automatic. Um, you can make it manualized if you want. You just press a button on the fancy dash, and it's then it's ratchet shifter manual. Cool. Yep. Um, yeah. And it's just working off a standard like a, your factory console with. No, I'll put a put a, a ratchet shifter in there. Gotcha. Yeah, yep. It's yep. gangster. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> And now you quickly brushed over that you you'd sprayed it with some gas as well. Is that still something you're doing on it, or um, <laughs> just a, it, had had a bottle laying around? There's just so it. much going on with this thing, man. It's like it's eleven point two to one. It's a high compression motor. Yeah, that's a lot for yeah. yeah for a boosted motor. And I'm running like you're running as well. And now it's got twenty six psi what? up it. It's yeah, I know, there's a lot going on, man. That's yeah, where yeah. the whole tuning thing and. It's not me. It's it's my tuner. I just sort of fiddle with dumb shit like making yep. flames and stuff. But um, <laughs> and he gets angry. Yeah, <laughs> he just he cringes, man. But um, yeah. So um, I've just had a brain fart. Oh, we're just talking we? about spraying it. With oh yeah, acid. the nitrous. Yeah. So I don't know. Like it's possible. Which like the tuner's keen. Yep. Um, but it doesn't. You know, I've sort of I've got my four digits too. Yes. Yeah. So it needs, it does need to rebuild. The motor is sort of like, it, you know, it's, it's 60,000 60, K old. Is that what yeah, you said? It's, it's, it's all yeah. good. It still holds the pressure and it still doesn't leak and it's all yeah. good. But I know that those poor little balls and those poor little pistons are not round anymore. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so maybe when I build the next one, I'll build it with a bit less spice and then we'll put a 300 shot on top of it. I don't know. So there we go. Yep. Makes it a bit more day to day friendly. I mean, it's day to day. Like when I yep. did the Tenemai, um track, which is like a thousand k's of corrugations. You yep. can only get. I've stopped in at Yundamu, which is a little community there, and they've just got Opal Fuel. Um, so topped it up with Opal Fuel, and it ran on Opal Fuel, man. Yep. It's sweet. Yeah, wow. I still pumped across there. Yeah, at light speed. Um, like I've got a button on my dash which pulls timing. Yes. Um, so I can pull three degrees of timing, or I can pull five degrees of timing. Or if I press both of them on the digital dash, I pull eight degrees of time. Yes. So I can be hauling ass on Opal Fuel. Yeah. And everyone carries on about it. it. Says you can't do it. I had no dramas whatsoever. Yeah. Um. Obviously, there's a bit of so technology o- o- involved. Opal Fuel is just crappy yeah. fuel. Yeah. Like it's ninety one. Um, so it's. Um, or you're talking about like just fuel that's been sitting out in the Opal Fuel. No, no. So it's low aromatic fuel. Ah. So you can't sniff it. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't I didn't know where you were going with that, Josh. But yeah, it's I'm way it's, too white. Yeah, so it's local fuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like low aromatic yes. is the thing. So yeah, but it's it's garbage. We'll edit motor. this out louder later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pity we're live. But, but well, I was gonna say in case anyone doesn't know, that's a real thing. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That, fuel, yeah. Like, it's basically base model fuel, and then it's degraded so it doesn't have the the um the vapor. aroma. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, and if yeah, if you're cruising around anywhere, like it's um any remote commute like any remote area like kakadu yep you can what's what i find funny is you can still buy a 95 but right next to it's opal so i don't yeah yeah (laughs) um but yeah if you want to go anywhere remote you got the car's got to run on shit fuel yep even fraser man i think yeah fraser's terrible the fuel over there yeah the tanks are probably not great and yeah that takes it up there's also not yep great yeah probably got a bit of salt water in the tank but you know when you do that like your jeffro's someone else you know he does flog it but if i go away i sort of yeah 
bit gentle with the right foot. You yes. know what you're doing and you've got to take yep. it easy here and there. And yep. yeah. So Danny, you guys use adders or anything when you're traveling like that? No. Oh, that's the other thing. When I'd put the opal in, I did have Octane Boost. I just buy it by a box. Yep. Yep. And um, or when it's on special or whatever. Yes. And I did add that, but yep. yeah, and pulled all the time and, and it yep. was sweet. Yeah, sweet. You think you'll be a bit more confident now in giving a bit more right boot, depending on the fuel now that you got the safeties in there? Yeah, it um probably led to uh, our demise on Thursday. <laughs> was it thir- Thursday night? So I now have a four speed. Yes. Um, but that's inevitable. Like we knew it was coming. I yep. actually thought it would have happened quite a long time ago. So yeah. But yeah, it was a big thing. So probably the the main thing, you know, I just hadn't even calibrated all the the lights and the warning lights on the dash. So I'd put my foot flat and the whole thing would just light up. So yep. I wasn't really looking at anything if I'm yeah. honest, you know. Yeah. And then we've come and recalibrated it all and now you can stay wide open and yes. if you see a light, you go, oh shit. Yeah, you know wrong. something's wrong. Yep. Gotta yep. get out of it. So but yeah, it'll be handy traveling around. Yep. Um, but probably the biggest thing for me before I go back to her and I need to get a fuel gauge. So that's a so just so you know where just you're at. As in like not a fuel pressure gauge, just, gauge. just a, how yeah. much fuel you've yeah. got in the just tank. Yep. In the tank. Yep. Yep. When it starts losing fuel pressure. Yeah, 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 that's right. It's a very, very painful way <laughs> yeah. to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. How we go about Didn't it. Didn't think about moment. the clear, the clear siphon hose on the side yeah, the of the tank. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A good idea. Can actually. always make little, it happen. A little bit of a line at twenty liters. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's gold. But yeah, no, that's interesting. And yeah, it's interesting because do they have knock sensors on the holly and that? Like, can it? Both, both Nick and and mine has um has knock sensors. Um, because we always sort of had in mind that you know, a lot of tuners. Don't need them if they're a drag strip car or whatever, but we're running on all sorts of fuel. So. All sorts. Yep. Yeah. And they're mine, I've tuned, I've spent quite a bit of time calibrating the knock sensors and, and they work. I'm, yeah. I can yep. hear it and it's all dialed in mint. So that's fantastic. Again, if you're listening along at home, you're like, what are these guys talking about? Knock sensor basically just listens for pre detonation in your motor and can automatically retard your motor and do all sorts of things. So there's a lot of uh, that's what I think that people need to understand. We're not talking carburetors and yeah. sliding. Yeah. You know, because that's what we come from, eh, Nick? Like, yeah. we're old Mopar boys. Like, we used to just pour some more fuel in and see how it goes. But, you know, like nowadays, they do have a lot of these functions that can make them very uh, user-friendly and you can do a lot of kilometers in them and do a lot of things with them, which I think is cool. I, I love it. Like, again, I, it's cra- like, you know, probably some people, and I'm nothing compared to you guys, obviously, with your wild bits of gear. But, like, you know, like everyone's like, oh, why would you want an LS3 and a Ranger for a touring car? Because it's simple. It's actually, it's it's simpler than you think. Like, I'd rather work on it than a 3.2. Like They are the easiest engine. And, like, you break down anywhere. There's, there's a, there's a yep. Commodore. Yeah. yeah. You know? like, no, no, 100%. Because yeah. even I was asked why I didn't go the Ford, like, you know, and, and I like the Coyote motor. I think it's a great motor. But, again, there's no Coyotes in Bamaga. There's, no. <laughs> there's, v, there's VT Commodores in Bamaga. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yep. there's SSs anywhere, you know? So, I think that that's something that... You know, like initially it seems like, oh, you know, it's it's madness going down this Commodore mode thing. But honestly, there's just so, so much simple. parts, so much availability, yeah. so much knowledge. You can get on any internet forum in the world and read up and, oh, I'm having this trouble. Well, I know yeah. what it is. Someone knows. You and know? there's a million different recipes. Like someone's done a touring setup before, so, you yep. know, the, yep. what parts they've used. And then someone like Jeffro who's gone crazy with the blower side of things. And then me with the turbo. Everyone's been done before. Yep. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yep. And you can find any info that you want on it. You just yeah. got to look deep enough. So, yeah. Speaking no, of cool. info, Hog, uh, Cornix just jumped online, mate, and he's uh, he just wants us to ask you, is there any rumor to the uh, – any truth to the rumor that you blew it up so you didn't have to race Jeff? He didn't use those words, Josh. Yeah. I'm looking at – that does not say blew it up. It says Nick blew his shit up so he didn't, <laughs> didn't have, have to, to race Jeff. Jeffro. That's exactly what it says. I was a little bit scared. Um, but, yeah, that is kind of 
not true, false, but let's say yes. Yes. Was, yeah. Were you in the car yeah, when it broke? Hype. No. Ah. It, it was um, it was Thursday night, so I'd just been to the pub. Oh, you got a couple yeah. lappies. Oh, yeah. Out the front I of stock so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Musgrave. So <laughs> we um, had, yeah, just put double clamps on the lines in the tank, and it's actually holding more pressure now, yep. so it wasn't dropping off as much, and I did a bit of a pull um, yep. in an undisclosed location, and it went good, and I thought, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll go yep. out of town, and I'll give it a real hit and see yep. what it does. Yep. Um, we did one good run and it was yeah next level like i it the first time it's actually hit 25 pound and held it um and then we turned around came back straight up and it went first also went second third and i got to like what was the log 6500 yeah and then yeah. it just bang yeah neutral so i know what it feels like to hit the neutral yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah. inevitable though like yeah, yeah. i'll be i've again, been waiting for it I was gonna take... the same box has been in the car for yeah i think harley built it for me nearly seven years ago now yep. so yeah we snapped an input, um, been a bit rough. Actually, didn't have any dowels on the, the gearbox. This is a long time ago. Yes. And it, yeah, just flexed a little bit, yep. broke the input. Um, so we did second gear, third gear, a couple of synchros, upgraded the fifth and stuff like that. And yep. it's been killer ever since. And I have not looked after it. Like, mm. I'm quite aggressive with the clutch. Um, and yeah, and in a range great. of situations too. It's not just like smooth bitchman pulls, like it's been in dirt, in rocks. And- yeah. It's four-wheel drive that's done everything. Because yeah. I think that's another load thing that people, you know, if you're from a street car, you can't understand the loads these things go with on and off, climbing rock chains and that. traction it's, surfaces yeah. oh, as well. It's so yeah. hard on them. Yeah. It's about raping them and you're not even going 10Ks an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah no, for sure. There's no airflow. It's all heat, you know. Yeah. It. yeah, exactly right. But obviously, and I, I mean, I already know the answer to this, but there is no thought about going auto. It's got to be a manual. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say. Ooh. I thought you were going to go there. Good is no question. Way. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, I'm going to say no, no, yep. no auto, just for the solely the cost involved. So let's say I do what, an what's auto. What's the what's the price of 15 GQ boxes? Yeah, exactly. So you know, but <laughs> oh, you're saying uh, it's cheap, is it? It is. It's oh, not anymore. Actually, but COVID tax and yeah, they're, they're kind COVID. of getting a bit rare. Yeah, but um. For me to do an auto, I would have to reconvert the whole car. Yep. So I'd yep. have to change up the center console stuff because all the cage is welded in and it's all welded yes. to the floor. Yes. So I have to change all that. Um, and then you know, and yours is all pre mod plate, like as yeah, in it's mod plated. It's mod plated, so plated for it. So it's pre, pre when they change the, the yep. rules. So, um, but, and then it's not just building an auto. You're building, you got to do a converter, you got to do a cooler, you've yep. got to redo the exhaust, you have to do everything. And by the time I think that I would be happy with setup, I'd probably spend about 20 grand. Yeah. Yep. And I don't have that type of money. So Am I right me, that um, just, just to interject there, the car is somewhat Dubai inspired as well? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Yep. So, and as far as I'm aware, they're all manuals. They're and all manual clutch. cars, and they're all using the standard gearbox and stuff. Obviously, the difference there is they have the really tall, skinny tires. So yes. Yep. Whereas we're actually like my car stays how it is. So I race Rocky Nats. I race the drags. The drawers stay full. Yep. The big tires stay on. Yep. It's how I would get in it and drive it to the beach. Yep. And that's how I sort of want to keep it. But um, at the end of the day, I just, man, you can't beat a good clutch kick. Like there's, there's no feeling. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I, like, I love that statement. You're yeah, right. So. Something about rolling through gears. You yeah. know, I don't like doing it in my street car, like in my work ute. But yeah. like, yeah, I agree. Full driving and rolling through gears is pretty fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's unreal. Um, it is pretty difficult to drive, like doing the slower stuff. So pre-turbo still had, you know, very nasty and camshaft. Yep. Did a lot of Land Cruiser Park stuff. Um, and it, it was a struggle. Didn't mean you couldn't, you couldn't do peace. it. Yeah, yeah rest, rest in peace, peace Land Cruiser Park. That was a really good they were, time. They were the good days. Um, TikTok killed Land Cruiser <laughs> yeah. Park. Um, but yeah, and then I don't honestly think that I would be able to do the Land Cruiser Mountain Park stuff without setup now. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing to say that I can't change a clutch player out down the track. 
and make it a bit nicer, a bit easier on the. On so you're the just saying wheel. the clutch is too aggressive in it right now, like? Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So it's very aggressive. So it's locks. Second rendition. Um, front so, rear locks. No, just front air locker. Yep. yep. Um, so I'm a big believer of no rear air locker. So if you have a lot of power and you're trying to have a bit of fun on the street, on the dirt, whatever it is, you've got to constantly, you know, disengage, engage that rear locker. Yep. Whereas if you just get that LSD and just keep tapping yep. them shims in until yep. it's she's tight, <laughs> yeah, yep. then you have no dramas. So yeah, that it's that fairly motion, well always locked. Yep. So yeah, yep. and that way you're not, you know, breaking the. They have that like engagement ring on the yep. Albi locker, and they wear out and all the other problems you have. So yeah, yeah, definitely no. And front locker take you everywhere. Like I'm, I'm only small lift, three inch tires, thirty threes. Yeah, well, even yeah. even a real shimmed up, like a proper oh, shimmed, a shimmed up, shimmed up LSD yeah, is, is yeah, pretty impressive. Is a locker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, so oh, that's cool. I mean, yeah, and especially with the style of driving you're doing, because again, you're sort of doing more fast dune stuff and that sort of thing anyway, rather than a rock crawler per se. So. Yeah, yeah, these days. Yeah. So I did have um, high aspirations. Like I really wanted to go down and do the ROP Land Cruiser Mountain Park, mm. um, yep. do the Land Cruiser Mountain Park stuff. But um, yeah, no more now. So yeah. I think the next step would be Glass House, but I hate mud. Yeah. There's mud there. So yep. Western Australia. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we're going. We're doing is there it. something in, in my Australia. ears right now? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, definitely. I know, like one of our other friends, Trav. So Trav's building a GQ wagon, um, yep. war speed. What's he? Is four four oh eight four oh eight? Yeah. yeah. Oof. Um, yep. With a Harrop twenty six fifty. Yep. So and he's yeah, keen as well. You know. Yep. WA, but that's not going to be as much of an off road car, I don't think. So. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll definitely. Yeah. We're dragging him off road. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Got to race in the sand, eh? Yeah, absolutely yeah, that's so. the rules no i like that that's unreal yeah well there's another name that's been doing a fair bit around isn't it like war speed and building some decent four drive like i mean they've been around in the street car scene for a long time but yep. they're building some really cool motors and bits and pieces now yeah so i got associated with troy probably oh, a few years ago now so about three years um just by chance just looking for parts and someone said you know hit up war speed and um and then the info and he was just yeah, just happy. Like you, you could ask him any question and he would be happy to give you the answer. Yeah. You know, some of these guys doing the motor build, like I'm I'm backyard. I'm no pro. Like Jeffro knows a lot more than what I do about this type of thing as well. But being able to ask someone confidently a question yep. and they'll give you an answer and you know, yeah, yeah, no, they're not leading you down the garden path. Yeah, so yep. I'm just full speed. I've stuck with him since yeah. then. That's where I buy all my LS parts. And I think that's where you got my rod, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, so I bent this rod and I was going to the beach. Bremen Bay actually and I said Nick I need a rod that weighs this weight needs to be a Cali's comp star at 630 grams yep hit up Nick war speed got on the Troy and Troy's yeah, like wow. oh I've got one and it's bang, Troy, bang Troy sent me a photo of the postage <laughs> slip like an hour later that's I'm unreal like, yeah, that's yeah, gangster yeah yeah that's so, <laughs> so good which is something probably to touch on like I don't know how he gets so much done you know you've got to build the you're there building engines pulling shit apart and, yep so is he just a one-man operation? He was just a one-man operation, yep. but I believe he has a, a second yep. um, a sidekick there now. So, yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, and he just, he had the rod there. He always has the parts and yep. yeah. yeah who wants to buy go, one so. V8 Conrod? No. And yeah, like, you yeah, in the yeah, shop and they're right. like, hey, good luck, buddy. Yeah, you buy need eight. to buy eight. Buy eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not something that would be... So was it like a leftover part or don't, didn't ask, didn't care, just said, didn't ask, didn't you, care. You he need just one, I'll, I'll get it to yep. you. Yeah, that's yep. awesome. Hey? So like that's... He's great. He's supplied a lot of parts. So all the stuff with Dave's burnout car that I've done for Dave with the HZ. Yes. Um, he supplied all that. And yeah, just all the LS builds that we're doing these days. Yep. It's just, yeah, go to Warspeed. That's a little plug. Go to Warspeed. Let's go to Warspeed. So, or hit me up and, and I can help you. Where are they based <laughs> out of? Um, he's down in Sydney. Yep. Well, they're based out of the, the uh, Pig Motorsport Shed. 
here yeah, at Central Queensland. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. If you need parts. Distributorship is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Queensland distributor. So. We should have mentioned that. We're actually in the shed of yes. Nick Hogg at the moment. Yes. So, you know, we like to travel around and have a bit of a look around the place. And when we said we we're going to catch up with Nick and Jeffro, you offered your shed, which is a yep. beautiful little turnout, mate. I enjoy it. So we've got yeah. the, we got the, I like Jeffro's couch in particular. The casting couch? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. No, Nick? but it's good. Definitely. <laughs> we're not at Fink here. Yeah, <laughs> that was the yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, No, I like it. But yeah, no, mate, it, it, I think it definitely makes a huge difference when you've got the right people around you and giving you the right bits of information because, yeah. Yeah, I think that's something and that just touching on it again, like that's straight back to it is the social media. Like it's just yep. the networking. Same way I met Jeffro and talking about car stuff, same for Troy, you know? Yep. So yep. that's the bonus to it. Like a lot of people say, you know, why do you do it? Why are you on the Instagram? Why are you doing that sort of crap? And it's solely networking. Yeah. Yep. Shit you can find and do is just unreal. Yeah. Well, even down to what you were saying before, where someone has done it before. If you dig hard enough, that information's yep. out there. Sometimes it's not easy to find, but you, it's definitely out there, isn't it? So, yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, it's, yeah it's something we have talked about before. Like, it's the good and the bad on yeah. social media. Like, there's plenty of good about it, but there's also plenty of bad about it definitely. as well. Like, Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's definitely a two-edged sword. We have some interesting conversations sometimes, Josh, don't we, with, like, you know, a few vendors and suppliers that they get hit up quite a lot. That's probably something that's harder now. Now yeah. the game's changed a bit. I don't know how to say it. I'm not being smart. It's, it's a, I'll talk it's to the latest advertising. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. You know, no one's gone out and well, people still might, but I'm not reading the paper. Yes. You know, no. you, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't watch much TV, so it's yep. all the socials now. Yeah, so socials, that. YouTube. But probably the other way around, like we're talking about like um, Buddy Heath from PID. Like he gets hit up all the time about like, oh, man, give me free parts. Like, and I'll plug you on my Instagram. And he's like, yeah. doesn't really put food on my table. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. sort of that. You've already got that customer base there. Yeah, that's There's the no thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, even probably as full drivers, we need to be aware of what we supply and what they supply and how we can work together. You know what I mean? Like, it's a two-way street. You don't want everyone just bleeding, you know, race wheels or, you know, because they're, they're awesome. We've had this conversation with Mick as well. You know, awesome little sponsor of ours, and we we love them. But we also, you know, oh, give us a set of wheels every second weekend. That, that's a hard thing to do. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, definitely. Yeah, it's got to be, uh, I think, as as Instagram and, you know, all that sort of stuff, we've got to work together and make sure that that's all, you know. Well, that's the reality clean. of it, really. Like, it's not really how it works. You know, yeah. you've got to give them some return. Like, yep. Yeah. Well, that's so that's interesting. That's what, probably what I'm saying is it's interesting because you probably see some of these people lives and think that it's all paid for, it's all clean cut. And, you know, we see see old Sean on four-wheel-drive action. I hope I didn't shout him out. probably negative gears now, yes, like that. Sweet, mate. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you know a complete legend i'm not trying to be smart about that but you know you probably look at it there's a lot of background work to that isn't there it's not just a simple start start a youtube page and all of a sudden you find someone's giving you free patrols or something like that yeah. you know like a lot of the stuff you've done is all you know off your own back behind the scenes you know like hey josh did someone give you a jimco or did you oh, yeah <laughs> you know what i mean but that's no. probably the thought process of some things they see some youtube and go oh but the Jimco got paid for by YouTube. Well, it definitely didn't. No. Yeah. So it's, it's Everything interesting. is self-funded. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jeff yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I do like, we do get help along the way. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's probably what we're yeah. pushing is like, you know, if you're that's good the to good them, side of it. Yeah, yeah, you, right. it's a good two way street and that's important for us all yeah. to understand. So like, did you up. actually had some interactions with some guys from Dubai or UAE of, uh, not wearing, uh, Oh, yeah. But, so, but, but, yeah. but like, that's what I mean. Like, how cool is that? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, good, though. So, you know, I'm around being a dickhead in their traditional outfit. Yeah. And I was wary of the situation. Like, I may offend some people here because I'm being a clown. I'm not um, doing. Not being disrespectful. No, nah, not being yeah, disrespectful. Right, exactly. Right. Yep. So, 
I'm around. If, if anything, but just go with that whole UAE vibe yeah, in Australia. Look, yeah. And then their response was awesome, man. And I was expecting some some hate from them about that, but it wasn't. It was, man, that's awesome. We love that you're trying to mimic us, but you're doing it wrong. Do it like this. Yep. So next minute they're sending me like tailor-made <laughs> um, so out Kenduras, oh, yeah. they're oh, called. Yep. Ken, yep. He, he messages me and he says, man, this is awesome. Um, a good good friend of Nick and and mine now, like, and yep. he's a solid contact. And if I ever go there, we have the like going on on the network thing. It's like now we have contacts in Dubai. Yeah, that's cool. Literally pick us up from the airport, um, take us to their local spots and parts get around that as well. Yeah, parts hookups. Yep. Like yep. we've exchanged thousands of dollars getting him parts that that wow. he can't get, and yep. he can get parts that we can't get. Yep. All from thanks to social media. Just yes. going back onto that. Yep. Um. But yeah, so this guy, this one particular guy, there's quite a few, but um, he says, you're doing it wrong. Measure measure your sizes and gave me this measuring chart and um, shoulder width, all that, you know, the whole deal. And he said, measure two mates as well and I'll get them some too. So cool. Three weeks later, DHL package rocks up. Handmade Kenduras. That's cool. And um, that man, and I was like, how much, how much, how much? Nah, it's a gift for you, my friend. You know, yep. like it was yep. awesome. Yeah, and then he explained to you like how to wear them properly and how to how to wrap them and everything like yeah. that. Hey, yeah. yeah, the videos, the videos of how to don't wear like don't wear Adidas or Nike shoes with them. Yep. You know, like try and do it right. And I'm like down. Yep. I'm down to do it right because yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Something I didn't know until talking to you. There's a, a winter version and a summer version. Really? Like they have the yeah. So unfortunately, like last time we were here for the drags, we were gonna um, get them on and and do it properly and go to go to your local hotspot here and yes, get around Mexico. it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. My car broke. Um so it kind of put a dampener on that whole situation. But I was talking to the the guy that sent me them and he said, Oh no, you guys need the the other versions. Yep. The, the other colours or the winter versions. And I was like, no worries, mate. Send yeah, them over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'll be sorting him out for the next batch but we probably should get that happening yeah, that's definitely. super cool i thought when you said yeah uh, you weren't doing it right he was going to say that you weren't driving on two wheels or something Shooting like that like, ak-47 yeah, yeah. out the window like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah no they no i know how to party. roll backs yeah. there was yes. there was quite a lot of them and then we were playing some silly music as well trying to trying to be like them and um and then all the all the all the um like the arabs were sending me their playlists Nah, mate, play this. Play this one Spotify instead. Spotify list? Oh, no, nah, just their, their song and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like, yep. no, nah, no, nah, you're doing it wrong, man. Try this song yep. and like, yeah, righto. Yep. So we've got all the hot hot tips now to do it properly. Because yep. that's a culture, man. They they know how to party in cars like and stock cars, which is the wild bit about them. Like some of those drifts and things that they do is just next level insane. But, yeah, it's, it's a cool. They're loose, man. They're like. I honestly sometimes think they don't care if they live or die. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the shit they do in cars is yep. just like we've and, all seen it on the YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. everyone's oh, seen yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I suppose it's it's no different to like we like Australia as a culture. Like, if you go to like a foreign country and you go to like an Australian themed restaurant, like it's nothing like what our life is here. So I guess like that's one of the cool things about social media and YouTube and stuff like that is it does definitely make the world a much smaller place and like. Good on old mate if he is listening. Mad shout out. But like to see someone doing it and then be like, nah, man, I'll teach you about our yeah. culture and, and yeah, how we'll to do it out. properly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and cool. there was no, I honestly thought that there'd be quite a few taking it badly. Yep. Um, but this guy, this guy's the kind of guy I can message him and say, hey, mate, 
I, I want to be fully respectful in how I do this. Yes. How do I go about it? Yep. And he will tell you he's yep. good. Yeah. Um, so has he got manual gearboxes on pallets, like getting shipped over well, for you right yeah, now? Yeah, we're sort yeah. of in discussion at the moment. It's a really hard one to try and work out because they just have so many different variants. So I need to sort of find out what's going to work with my adapter and, yes. and everything else. And it's not a straightforward process. And then at the end of the day, you are still taking a risk. Like, mm. Yeah. You know, we, while we do know this guy and he is trustworthy and reliable, it is sort of going to be hard to, um, you know, if something goes wrong, it's going to be hard to try and get uh, the info at the right time. Yep. And, and yeah, but I'm confident. So mm. give it a crack and yeah, but call him <coughs> Mr. ARP probably. Will let's go to, um, let's go to Dubai and just pick him up. Yeah. 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 He's spending all your money on you, Nick. Problem solver. Well, actually, out of interest, not that we have a big fan base, but just in case, like, shout out, what what exactly do you need to fix your car? Uh, I'd need a GU gearbox, either 3-litre, 4.2, or 4.8. That's it. So, five-speed manual? Five-speed manual, yep. yep. So, there you go. Any so, of them, yeah. Get on, and if you are... Uh, Albert. Yeah. I know, oh, I know, I know a guy. <laughs> we know a guy. <laughs> it's yeah. still a manual. Now, out of interest, well, that brings up, is the Albans, is it physically a direct replacement for yours? Like there is, is a different size. There or? is one there, um, yep. but just for cost and oh, yeah. time frame and thing like that, it's They're just insane. I don't even look at it. Like yeah, it's yeah. not even. I think they're twenty six thousand dollars. Oh yeah, and yeah, are they for the sequential? And then you can do like a gear set, and but problem is so many different variations. But yeah. um, all I really need is a second, a third, and a yep. fourth gear because you're not going to be wide open in fifth. Yeah, and when you're in first, it's going to spin the tires anyway, or yes. it's such a short gear, so that torque is different. Yep. Um, but the albums you can do like first through to fifth. And yep. it's like starts at ten grand, I think it is. Yeah. So whereas, and that's in an old car, like in your case, you put it inside. Yeah, and, and you've still got to upgrade the case and change bearings, and they have yes. to like machine the snout. So, um, bit of knowledge. So most kits use a Toyota Coaster, like the van, um, the input. Um, well, and there you go. Yeah, so you've got to oversize the front of the box to suit that and gotcha. change a few things. That's so. interesting. And do um, Albans do a five and six speed in a, like, say you go to a full case replacement, like, you know, what you can get for the ones they send over to Dubai and that, they do a five and six or it's only a five sequential? I'm not too sure. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, I'm not so enough of an Albans guru to I'm know. I'm fairly that. sure it's a six. They yeah. do a six, yeah. Is it the ST6? Yeah, yeah well, the, see, that's, that's the sequential. Their, yeah, so they just basically do that with a G. GU transfer. Trend, so Dave yeah. has, Dave Casey, local, yep, another yep, local dude, motorsport yep, yep. guy. Um, he has one of those Albans ST6 transfer yep. cases, yeah. Yeah. Oh, ST. He had the ST6 gearbox, was it? Or his um, he's got the ST. I don't know what the actual. He's got a sequential. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a, a sequential yeah. with the um, it's with the Albans, Albans transfer. transfer. Case. Yeah, the rigid yep. transfer. He's also got the Patrol transfer case for the Albans as well. Oh, for anyone with so a special adapter, so he's trying <laughs> to sell it too. Yeah. Shameless plug. For sale. <laughs> Yeah. Just, just not to hoggy. He's looking at you, bud. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to build engines for yeah. another ten years. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah. Listen, and that's something that everyone's dealing with, isn't it? The reality is that you got to work within a whatever your budget is, and yep. yeah, albums are a beautiful bit of gear, but if it's outside, it's outside. So yeah, but that's interesting because so when they do the transfer, we're talking about stuff that we don't know. We're all just guessing here, I guess. But so is their transfer an all-wheel drive system, or is it a low range as well? Oh, I'm not too sure. I believe yeah. it's just a copy of the like. Or, you know, of yep. the GU and the yep. GU so it still has stuff. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I just cool. never thought. Because if you're racing, say you say you're just racing off road, like you could just get away with just a you know gear set, just a single, yeah, single set, yeah, single yeah. set. So it'd just be interesting with like say a drop I in, want, drop I out. wonder if that's why they've gone down the option of having their Albans Rigid Dig transfer case, which yeah. is probably just like not a high low, like mm. just four wheel drive, and then probably the patrol gear that you can put on it mm. probably yeah. gives you the option of a transfer yeah. case. Yeah. I can't imagine Albans going down the path of making a 
I mean, here I am speaking for. Can Mick Master on the phone? He'd probably know. Yeah, Mick but, would know. But I, I can't imagine Albans going down the path of getting a transfer case that would have high and low range. But that's just me, you know. Yeah. They're Victorians, they probably don't really. Well, know what's going but on. again, it sort of end up being whatever the Dubai um, market. market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's they build the what they need to sell. Oh, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah, I think that's probably a fair point. Like I think sometimes we probably get wrapped up that Australia is like this big market for patrols and stuff, and, yeah. and land cruisers yeah. and stuff like that, or yeah. and we're nothing, like yeah. nothing in the sea of it. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. you, uh, I might be wrong here. Someone yeah. in the comments might be able to pick me up, but I'm pretty sure you can still go buy a new GQ or a Y60 from the dealer over there. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, or, I saw a post the other day. It stopped. Or, yeah, you yeah, can it's... buy a 61 and it's still in Dubai. You can just buy a brand new. Yeah, like, still available. Yeah, Never so, laid it a 4.8, yeah. mate. <laughs> no, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? It'd be cool like, if we could get that sort of stuff here. I mean, it was a long time they were still selling 61 utes, wasn't it? You know, with the 62, it's just uh, only recent. Oh, well, can you still buy a 61 ute? I should know this sort of yeah, stuff. I don't. I don't. No, yeah. you can't. Yeah, gotcha. Gussie would be buying them brand new. That's if true. You could. He, <laughs> yeah. he has pretty much, uh, this lad we do some work for, he um, he loves GQ, GU he, utes, and he just buys them. Like, he sent them. They he's just got a mechanic that, 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 that works for him. He sent him over to Western Australia to pick one up. Yeah. He seriously so, has to have 30 GU utes. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, no, he loves them. Yeah, well, we all know it. why, but I'm just saying, yeah. No, he's an interesting dude. But anyway, um, yeah, no, that's that's crazy to think that they could still purchase one brand new. And the good thing about that is it obviously means that there's still some sort of uh, factory uh, availability of parts, parts. and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Like Nissan isn't just turning off that off at the moment. Yeah. So well, I tell you, this you, is a bit, oh, go. Well, you can get, I think it's Parts Sork, it's called, or P-A-R to like parts and then S-O-U-R-Q. Yep. Um, and you can, yeah, you can buy pretty well whatever you need. So. Yep. Yeah, all the little niddly fid- fiddly bits that you can't pick up anymore. Yep. Um, they're getting harder and harder to find. You know, as every sort of P player gets a GQ and we all thrash them like we do, we wreck them. Um, and then, yeah, they're becoming quite rare. Well, so. throw back to Russell Mason. How many GQ shorties do you reckon? <sighs> yeah, between him and Sam, yeah. there's a couple of cabs there. Yeah, so, definitely yep. did a few, yeah. definitely. Which is interesting because then you just got me thinking about, you know, young fellas with the GQs. But again, we thought they were, you know, like, and GUs, GUs were brand new. It'll be interesting to see in the future what and I suppose we already see it with the young fellas with BT fifties and rangers and all that yep. sort of stuff. But even down to the sixty two patrols, like I mean, they're not going to be well. They're not new now. They're ten years old yep. now. Like you know, there's guys. Uh, I again, this stinking COVID tax is probably wrecking everything because I saw a series one for sale the other day. Good luck if old mate's selling it and he's listening. But good luck. But it, like it was eighty five grand. Like you wouldn't have paid eighty five new for that thing. Like yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't pay 85 for our series. In case anyone doesn't know, Josh and I both got Series 5s, and we love them. They're so Uh, good. My wife has a Series 5. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's something you need to sort out, bro. I got a Series (laughs) Anyway, actually, mine's beat on. The poor old girl. I took it up to Kathy this weekend and put it on a rocket. It's not dinted, but all the side steps are done. And anyway, it loves it. But uh, we were only thinking the other day, we must be talking about like VN Commodores, GQs, can now get club rego. Yeah. If you've yep. got if you've got the right year models, like back in the day when we were like kicking around, like they were new cars. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you saw a GQ getting around at five, you're like, whew, that yeah. almost got some coin. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, and that's sort of what I was thinking is, is it'd be interesting to see in 10 years, like dudes will be spraying the VK56. I mean, dudes are already building turbo kits and supercharged kits for them. That's particularly the supercharged thing is sort of getting a little bit more commonplace. But, you know, like it'll be pretty wild when they're spraying VKs and, 
you know. I think by then we might be making bootleg E85 and the, yeah. you know, the back of the head. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah like we right. need to just work out a way how to charge lithium batteries faster. Because yeah. at discharge, yeah, that's where it's yep. going. But yeah. yeah, that's where it's honestly going. They don't make noise, but man, they're awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What about weight? Because where I was going with that conversation with the 62 is the issue that we're all going to have is that they've got so much stuff in them. Like, that's the killer. They're what, like 2.8 ton, 3 ton, even factory. Like, you know, like a GQ patrol, we thought they were heavy, but really they're light as anything, yeah. like 2.2, you know, you'll get them down to. And, you know, um, anything like that. Cause that's a, an interesting, like, you know, coming from the streetcar scene that always I was on about is like a Valiant's 1,370 kilos, like 500 horsepower in a 1,370 kilo car is pretty yeah, quick, quick. You know, it goes like, whereas, you know, now you put it in a 2.2 and a three ton and, you know, there's GUs with drawers getting around out that around there with double tire carries. They're 3.5 ton. Like that's a, that's a big girl. It's got to add horsepower. More yeah. power. Yeah. When we had it, when, when we LS that, um, the, the work car, the Ranger people went like, Oh, it must fly. They're like, well, it's no quicker than an like than an SS Commodore. Than an SS Commodore. Like, it's actually slower, and people couldn't like wrap their heads around it. They just assumed because it had like transfer case, yep. all the all, all the weight, like, big, parasitic load, and yep. bigger yeah. tires. The like, difference is you can hoon up the dunes with that. You can't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cocaine's yeah, yeah. yeah. well, it <laughs> yeah. yeah. a hell of a drug. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting, but uh, yeah, it's it's a fun car to drive. But yeah, it's still got that weight about it. Hey, whereas that in a in a Tirana would be quick you know like it'd be a fun little thing so that's something that we're always dealing with i think with you know again the 200 series is going to be you know the dunger of the future but it's heavy you know yeah, it's got heavy yeah so i think Big it's going to be going to be interesting to see how young fellas deal with that in the future but imagine a full dubai spec 62 with like four no you can have six sparkos in it in a cage and <laughs> no seat heaters no aircon just rip all that stuff out it's i've been getting around thing. the pre-runners lately yep. oh just yeah. since um since you know going to think and yeah getting into this off-road thing and watching yep. trophy trucks and stuff yeah watching yep. Um, Kibitech and that on yes. YouTube. And, yep. Man, their pre runners are next level. Like they can come here and towel up yes. our race cars. 100%. In a pre runner with aircon. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. And three three sparkos or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're cool, eh? Well, we were talking to um, Paul Wheel about his um, adventure going, like the, the Team Australia. Like they've got a G6, like a geyser over there. He said the most expensive part and the hardest part of building their race team overseas is actually been getting a pre runner. Because they're, they're that oh, much, in, yeah, that much in demand. They're that expensive. Like they're, what did he say? I mean, close, it really close to seven hundred grand US. Say, more than a, almost more, more than a truck. They are oh, more, than a, more than a trophy truck. Because it's a trophy truck with a skin cab and aircon. Yeah. It's yeah. harder to build, yeah. you know. Like, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's very interesting the way that he was talking about it. And, but you're right. Like those pre-runners over in America are just next level. Like, That's wild. Oh, yeah. the ones they run in Nevada and Arizona and stuff. There's a few in California, but they're. The, the California Highway Patrol do not like them. I can tell you that. So, yeah. But I still get car parts in the mail that says California emissions, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 50, 50 state legal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. Yep. No, it's, it's very interesting. And, uh, yeah. I wonder if there'll be a trend because uh, I must admit, like going forward, lots more people like faster driving. Like, you know what I mean? Like, again, it probably wasn't really a thing. Most dudes in our generation, hey, Hoggy, all I'm much older than you guys are not. But, you know, like we yep. did the crawling thing. We did the water towers. We did the rock crawl and we did, it really wasn't a lot of off-road high speed stuff. Like, so it's interesting that I think a lot of people, and again, social media, but like they're seeing this stuff now and they're, you know, you see yeah. the pre-runner and you're like, well, I could build something along that lines. And, you know, yeah. again, Dobinson's now have their remote res. They've got coilovers. They've got, yeah. you know, I think the whole technology has come a long way. It's going to be interesting to see where it lands. Yeah, I think it inspires a lot of builds too. Like I know yeah. I sort of, part of part of what I've done, I thought, you know, like I need to be able to go fast through some bumps, you know. So 
and it's it's just where it's all all sort of began but actually just touching on that for me where it all began as i remember coming up uh orange bowl day is still open so we're talking 2008 2009 i'm on red p player you know get a little emotional (laughs) yeah well i remember going up top of the orange bowl and i seen this this white jeep oh my goodness it had the the pa system in the back oh yeah i remember walking up to the side of it and i'd seen the dish on the rim and i put my foot in the dish on the rim i was like i I gotta do this and then yeah my next car jeep yeah, yeah, and that was you guys. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, white girl. Oh, white girl. Yeah, so that's what, <laughs> well, well, well over 10 years. Yeah, oh, yeah. Have you yeah. still got it? Yeah, yeah. It's his car. Uh, yeah, I got, um, I, got a, I got a green one now that I get through, through a good mate, BT, Brenton Thompson. He hooked me up. His next door neighbor was selling one. Jumped in, did a hot run to Brizzy, picked it up. So I've actually got an 05 one now. And uh, I think I was mentioning it before, but I'm going to cut it and extend it and use the white ones. So it'll be all the white ones because it, it actually had brace diffs and hydro bumps yeah, and a bit of other gear. stuff. Yeah, like so I'm going to use a lot of the parts out of the white one in the green one. So essentially it'll be a rendition of Whitey. Still Whitey, Whitey at heart. Yeah, 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 exactly. Whitey's doors and Whitey, yeah, it's got a lot of Whitey in it. But Whitey was a uh, 99. It was like one of the real early ones. And see, it's funny. Eh? Like I thought it was so old at the time. I bought it in 01. So it was two years old. That was a brand new car. I treated it like junk. I was, it was so bad. But that's what they were good yeah, for. They were they, good for. You know, like back, let's touch on the cars. The young fellas getting cars back yeah. then. Like we just went through Jeeps. Yeah. It was just, yeah, yeah. That's what was available. And that's what took us where we wanted to go. And yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think I had three and then moved towards the patrol. And I yep. think what it was for me is one night I saw um, one of the Stag boys with that black GQ shorty had a LS1 in it. You know, yes. there was nothing crazy, but. You could feel it in your chest, yeah. And it came past you in the bowl, and you're yeah. like, "Yeah, oh, I need that." Yeah, like, yeah. I want to go. Fast. Or Swaff with his um with the, the LS one power. Oh, with LS one powered seventy five. Yeah, like he had. So he had an LS one seventy five before he um before he had Bumblebee. But I remember yeah. seeing that thing, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like someone's put an LS into like a four wheel drive, and it was just so cool. Yeah. And then, like you said about feeling it, like when it was in the bowl and he was up, it there was just something. You mean driving? Yeah. You mean driving gently through the track in the, the designated ocean. track? The yeah. designated track, only. yeah. Yeah, well, it's just to the lookout. Yeah, yeah. But it, around, exactly yeah. like you said, like the feelings that it gave you were different to mm. anything else. Yeah, it's like that. Adrenaline, yeah, just yeah. pure adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose when you talk about like we're looking back at the good old days, but that was only fifteen years ago. So to think that was, and it was. Don't get me wrong. Like that was unique and amazing fifteen years ago. But now, man, most. Young fellas, there would be a group with a barra powered something with an oh. LS power. There was multiple. L- I mean, yeah. we're sitting here and we've got three LS patrols in the space, oh, patrols Ranger as well, but LS powered four wheel drives in the space of you know 100 meters. Like yeah. that would have been crazy. Like Cornick's got his wall wagon. Like there's, there's lot. So when you start, the, I was, I was, I thought you got to be excited there, Josh, but no, like <laughs> when you think about it, like there is a lot of good gear out. And again, I'm, interested because like a lot of it's got good suspension like you know a lot of it's got remote res a lot of it's got bump stops yeah it's, it's yeah. an interesting Shout out Dobbo, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah you know we back then i i purchased kings yep. um and when i bought them like man 450 a corner for a shock yep. like you're paying 250 bucks for a bump stop and 50 bucks for a can yep and like it, <laughs> yeah. it was it was affordable yep and now it's and if i i to be honest i probably won't even rebuild these like i'm just going to go out and buy some adobos yeah because it's they're just so much better shock and it's just yep. yeah what he's done for it well technology in itself even yep. like if you've got 20 year old foxes like and they were good at the time they were like the best but they, there's so much technology and shock that's changed foxes? You know? were they oh it doesn't <laughs> like foxes this kid no, no i had foxes i had a bit of a combo on the jeep it had fox smoothies remotes yeah, had foxes on the and, jeep. and yeah and king's uh hydro bumps 
But yeah. But Josh is a Josh Dead is to me, mate. king for life, boy. Oh, got, got six on. tubes. Oh, <laughs> oh, got six tubes. Have you got TD42 tattooed on you? <laughs> no. No, I never actually. Never yeah, he, had, he had a TD42, but not a uh, turbo. Not a turbo one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I had a naturally aspirated TD42 in a GQ wagon on 37. So the real forklift. Yep. It yep. was so slow. It was so slow. So like, slow. honestly, yeah, we did a Cape trip in it and we had to, you know how you talk about tailgating trucks? We had tailgate trucks so we could do 95. Like uh, if we couldn't do because it had a rooftop tent on it, we, yeah, we couldn't we couldn't do 95 without oh. a truck. Yep. It was a good truck. But it got us there. Whenever, whenever. It got us there. Yep. Was, yeah, it was a forklift, that one. So it loved it. It's still around CQ somewhere too. There's a few cars floating around CQ that are old beat on current cars. Uh, Q Anthony off the one. Oh, oh, how crazy, crazy is that? Crazy is that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we got sidetracked there with Hoggy. But um, back in the day, I had a little nitrous sprayed Sylvia, and it wasn't really that quick, but it was good for the time. And um, it was a non-turbo, turbocharged, just butchered at Q's like the Sylvia. It was, what, motor, it was what motor was it? An SR20. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> we bought this turbo off, a, or you bought this turbo yeah. off a guy cheap. And then we had this like, uh, my old boy went through engineering when he was older, like when we were, and he, he had another mate that did mechanical engineering mm. and, um, he was like a bit of a mad scientist. Like he had one of the original Motex that you used to tune by turning dials on the front of it and stuff like this. And he had a, was it 4G63? Well, you're missing the story. So that, that the turn dial, like literally screwdrivers with pots in a Motec was in a Falcon with a 460 big block with a top loader manual, like a V-gate one. Yeah, so it was an XB coupe. And he and he yeah. actually tuned it like like with little pots. Madness. Never seen it before. That would have been in He was the, the nerdiest looking guy you've ever seen. Like early nineties? He, he yeah. Yeah. yeah well, not Russ. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Mason would have been into it. He would yeah, have built yeah, it. Yeah. He would have pulled it apart and built it himself. But, but um yeah, he sold you a set of injectors cheap. Yep. And we literally just jammed the injectors in it. And the way we tuned this thing was we just kept putting boost into it until the air fuel ratios became good. It still ran on the NA computer. Like it was everything rough as it was guts. There was nothing right about it, but it somehow worked. Yeah, it and it was a lot good. of fun. But anyway, that car now, it's been through many, many young fellas. And it was, I think it was destined for a strap, scrap heap, yeah. wasn't it? Like yeah. literally like bare bones, end of its life, no interior, no motor. It's done. And now he's done full or bolt nut resto. I oh. think it's a 4AG. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Or, and or it is. It a 4, no, 4G63. No, it's, 4G63. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the Mitsubishi motor. Yeah. And he's yep. got custom bell housing to a T56. So yep. he made yep. it all himself and. It's beautiful. Yeah. But this guy, he's proper like ADHD, like just like he's a he welds beautiful, but yeah, he's yep. he's very pedantic. And it's it's good to see because I can't believe I didn't even know he had it for a long time. And then all of a sudden I saw a photo of him building. I'm like, holy yeah. moly, there you go. Now nah, it's good to see that some of the cars are around. So yeah. We kept all the valiants though. They're still uh they're tucked away in sheds. I saw them today actually. Had a look. Which one? Orange one. Get it on the road, bro. I still got an orange one tucked away in a shed. Haven't somewhere. you got a gym car that needs to get on the track oh, too? Hasn't he got? Hasn't he got? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Oh, I like. So he said we. No, no, yeah, that I was do. all of a sudden. Yeah, no, we. well, me, no, me is we is me and Mickey Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it um it went through one of those full rebirths that um for people that don't know the story it uh it come off the road to get some different front shocks. That yeah. was the plan. We were pulling so the little it had classic offer it had little two and a half inch triple bypasses on the front and i think it would cook them away like you could start a whoop section and it'd be good and then by the time you got like say 
half a kilometre, a kilometre, and you'd feel the front end go away and, like, you'd then change your shock oil at the end of the race and it would be all black and burnt out. So we pulled it off the road to put some new front shocks on it. We went to 3.5s on the front, um, a little bit more adjustability, and then from there it just continued to grow out of hand. So from there we um, – it had just a little baby LS1 in it and a four-speed four. And it, when I say baby, it was like it when was. we got it, it did seven years with us before we rebuilt it, yeah. and we put pistons and rods in it but just because we had it. But up until that point, it literally had like a – what was it called? It was like a Speedway GM cam, like some H something number that we looked up and it's like literally a circle track LS1 cam. From and that GM. was it. Three quarter race cam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that was really it. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really it. And that was it. Like even uh, it still had like the heads were no, not even a bit of sandpaper was put on the heads. Like Sing, still, single row timing chain. Yeah. Like, uh, you could we still, actually started feeling bad about how bad we treated it for this number of years. We're like, maybe we shouldn't have revved it like that. <laughs> Yeah. And it actually, I used to, wasn't a hater, I wouldn't say that, but I never saw like what people saw in LSs. And then after we pulled that thing apart, I was like, my goodness, I get why LSs are now popular motors. Like it had the, it was factory rods, it was factory pistons. Like there was, it had a camshaft, an exhaust and a Motec on it. And that was it. And mm. it was a great, like you never had to worry about it. It was a great little motor. So, but so, yes. So the first thing out of his mouth, I changed it. I changed because I'm an no idiot. Or no car. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent, bro. Hundred yeah. percent, man. It always felt dirty that uh, in a shed full of Valiants and Chryslers and stuff like that, that our race car had a uh, had an LS in it. So yeah, we got a uh, uh, what's the right word I'm looking for here? Yeah, NAS- uh, a NASCAR motor. So it's got an R- SB two, no R five P seven. So which is essentially like the the, the Dodge, or... the yeah. Dodge version of the SB two. Oh yeah, copy. Yep, yep. yep. So it, it's a Dodge. Yep. Yep. So 5.8 liters, um, 810 horsepower, 8,800 RPM. So it should be a barrel fun. And you have eight, all day into one exhaust? Uh, no, it used to. We we won't do that anymore. That won't have the the capacity to flow the amount of air that we need. So, so is it going to sound like Robbie Gordon's truck? Oh, if I am that lucky, yes. Because, I mean... Well, it'll it'll rev to nine now, so yep. it should it'll sound pretty whispy. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it should should be pretty pissed off. Push rods, and it's got a. Yep. We just put an eight, uh, like an eight stack um, fuel on injection. It. So on it, it yep. was carbureted, obviously being NASCAR, but it's gone yep. to fuel injection. Yep. So um, uh, took the four speed H Patton Fortin out of it and gone to a five speed sequential Albans as well. Yeah. So essentially, from when we raced it last, the only thing that'll still be on it is the chassis, which has been heavily modified and the radiator the radiator and um, the, oh and the rear shocks. the rear shocks other than that everything else will be completely like different new on dash it. new seats new yeah. fuel tank new 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 but it's happening yeah, no, it's it's yeah, happening. yeah, yeah so definitely. this is the hard bit so all that you know this stuff because you boys build cars all the big things are done motor gearbox seats mounted mounted it's now wiring yeah and that last 10 percent it's the bro, it's yeah. so slow yeah yeah. yeah so uh, and all the little things like uh because obviously kids. <clears throat> yeah, kids. so I had twins. Well, I didn't have twins. <laughs> my my wife had yeah. twins. Yeah. Yeah. We started a family and went from two to four very quickly. So that um throws a spanner. Yeah, but so yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's cool. Uh but the, the other big thing is obviously you guys talk about it with like I got my four figures. Like I think people think that that happens easily. Like social media, thousand horsepower. Oh, my cousin's got a flaming, you know, Honda Civic that's got a, you know, a cold air intake and it makes a thousand horsepower. But you talk about all those little things that, um, that you then have to wrestle with when you've made that sort of horsepower. So because that motor 
is naturally aspirated, a touch over 800 horsepower. Like you need airflow in. One of the big issues that we have in off-road racing is dust. So now we're in the hunt for uh, air filters that we can make or air filters that are readily available that will flow. We'll look, I think, what are we talking about? We need to flow about 1,250 CFM of air in. So then that gives us redundancy so that once you get a bit of dust in, like, because you're not you're not always operating in perfect conditions. So that's yep. the thing. Like once you're halfway down the think and you've been in someone's dust for 10, 15 minutes, you now those filters have yep. dust in them. You now need to be able to flow 1250 CFM of air. Have you found the high clone? Twin twin high clones. Twin high clones. So that's actually that's actually our little stumbling point at the moment is air intake for it. Like the air box and the and the intakes at this point in time. So And even lots of things, then making it functional. Yes. Clean, but not look. I mean, we could just bolt massive Donaldsons to the roof and it'd look ugly as sin, you know? Like, so even making it functional so you can change it, but not tucking it in a place where you can't service it in a race. Because yep. again, well, you got to understand, like, if that thing blocks up, like your navigator jumps out, pulls a panel, services it right, you know, does whatever we've got to do. You've got to change your tie. You've got to have a spare. You've got to have a jack. you got to. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's interesting because it is Tetris on those things. Like, they oh, seem yeah. like they're very easy and they are, mm. but um, you almost need a tear off filter sock that you can reach from the well, cabin so just, we ran that just, for years yeah yep but we did eventually in some loop races you would have drama with them because of the amount of dust that you'd suck when you caught slower traffic like lesser classes like if you were doing a loop race and you ended up getting into the side by sides that were circulating yeah you'd have drama where you would look like i actually thought we we're having i thought we were doing a motor and it just turned out that the the filter, was blocked. The filter yeah. like the sock over the air filter had gotten so blocked that it choked it. it choked it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And that was a 400 horsepower LS. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it, everything, isn't it? With cars, like every, as you said before, you feel like everything has to be on point. Otherwise, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. And all of yeah. a sudden, that's, uh, yeah. Cause, uh, and again, even down to, and you guys like it, you know, you, you come 5,000 or however far, and we're in the same going to Fink or whatever desert race it is. You've spent this exorbitant amount of money. The last Time. thing you want to do is go, oh, a filter let me down. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a $5 part let me down or a $20 part. Like, you know, like it sounds really bad. <laughs> well, we binned it in 2013 and then went, oh, well, because we had a big rollover. We're going as hard as we could. Had a game plan. Game plan went really well until two corners from the finish line. <laughs> Didn't go so good after that. But anyway, we felt happy with that because it was like, oh, well, that's what we said we were going to yeah, do. Yeah, we did it. Right. We executed. Didn't play out. So be it. That's life. Um, but it, it's when you lose a race or do something based on something silly that was very preventable, that's hard to swallow. Don't you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Like say yeah. you changed yeah, tires and, and didn't do your wheel nuts up wheel tight. Nuts up. And, then, so you get, sort of and then you get 10 kilometers down the track and you you do your wheel nuts. Yeah. Or you lose a wheel. It, it feels, yeah, it's disheartening. Is probably the best way to describe it. So was that a really long, convoluted statement? On to say the gym code is not ready. Finished? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Did we get to the point there? Or? Let's put it down to twins. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just a lot. Yeah, it's again those ten percent trying to get them perfect is probably the issue. We could slap it together, but the problem is that we have endless hours of conversation about how to get it right. Yeah, procrastination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard too. Definitely, hundred percent. And uh, we're a bit tied up at the moment. We're actually. I think we've mentioned this on the Dirt Bags podcast before, but we're building another, like a big shed. Like we're yeah. car hoarders. We're 
totally stupid, but we've got that many. We how many? We got five sheds or something. They're all full. Like we've got cars. We got a spare on. spot. I might need right. one in CQ. Well, yep. well, just to store we, some we, stuff. We can hook you up. We're building. <laughs> we're building our fifth shed now, and it's meant to be the service Jimco truck, like all that. And uh, if that goes ahead, that should clear it up because at the moment we are literally the castle. I, I'm, I'm sure you know this story, but like it's like. Okay, so we got to move that valiant to get to that valiant to move that Jimco to get that on the hoist, and then so by the time you do that, you're an hour and a half in, and you go, "I'm not doing any of it." Yeah, well, that's a waste of Saturday. So you know, like you end up doing nothing, which is procrastination. So whereas if it's got its bay, I'm really good at that. Oh, I'm great yeah. at it too. Yeah, if I'm, we didn't have, if we didn't have a hoist, we wouldn't be able to fit every car in our shed at the yeah. moment. Like we've got to stack them on the hoist. Yep. Yeah. So. No, hopefully, hopefully this will clear up. But it's another one is uh, that our JC. We're actually hoping to do a podcast next week with our JC Senior. This is our old boy, and he is like the fundamentals of Team Current or whatever the heck. So we you are. guys pull it apart. He puts it back. Pretty much, hundred percent. That's been our whole life. Like Josh has got a story. I'm sure he's told it on this pod before. Where he drove down to um, ARB Southside. They were the crawler deal, BF Goodrich crawler deals. Came home with thirty sevens. My old boy was ropeable, literally standing in our front yard in French. He goes. You boys are dickheads. Yeah, you probably yeah. say that he didn't say that. But you know, so, say that. He's only sworn at us twice, and once was in a think prep, and this was the other time. Yeah, so he's a, such a good dude. But yeah. anyway, long story short, is he anyway? And he went upstairs, had a cup of tea. He come back down and said, "Righto, how do we make him fit? How do we get this?" So, and this was on a on a nineteen eighty Hilux, yeah. yeah, that we put thirty sevens on. So, and he's just like, "Righto, yeah. how do we make him fit?" Yeah. So we spent the next the, the weekend putting him on the bead locks. Like get them on there and everything like that, you know? and then he loved it. Eh? Like yeah. he could, he could he, everywhere we went, he'd brag about like the thirty sevens on the highlight. So yeah, he's a funny old dude. Yeah, we've been in our shed rebuilding cars. Like we were leaving for a race at Vertican. We were leaving for a race at like ten o'clock, and we still were like trying to. Um, we were putting the heads back together. I say Vertican was the rebuild. Yeah, yeah, we we're putting the heads back together, and he like made this little. How would you describe it? Like a little, you bolt it into the head, and then you can compress the That's... the the valve spring. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah, you can put yeah, the yeah. retainers in. Like he yeah. made he made his own one. And because um, that's the other thing that I got to tell you, he'll he is never buy super anything. tight. This yep. dude, he's got yeah, he's a good dude, but like it's just it's crazy how tight he is. And he'll he'll it, it wasn't that effective. Like it was homemade at three o'clock in the morning, so it wasn't that effective. And the very first valve spring we went to put the retainers in, it failed. Because I don't think I operate, like I'll say it was operate area error. And um it launched the retainers like into all corners of it, like opposite ways. So at three o'clock in the morning, we're like on our hands and knees looking in, for the collets. Looking <laughs> for the collets, man, so that we could we had no spares. Oh, you know, we had no spares. Well, we had spare collets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not us, man. You need a metal detector. Uh, That's so, why. So yeah. we <laughs> like we spent a, you were sound asleep in a chair and we spent like a good 30 minutes, I reckon, on a hand. But we managed to find them and managed to rebuild that motor and managed to get to Burdick into race. Mm. And had a good race, too. Had a, had a great time. Had a good time. Had a great yeah, time. Yeah, no, so it's interesting because I think that's all. And actually, guys, this is what this podcast is all about. We're just trying to tell good stories, you know what I mean? Like, it's so interesting talking about you guys and the, and the adventures you've had and the motors you've built. And we just uh, often look at it and go, oh, man, it's, you know, like at some point, um, you know, other people are very interested in this sort of stuff. And I, I, hopefully this is what we do with the podcast and hopefully more people are interested. Hopefully we can get Cornick on for a chat. If he ever mans up, eh, Nick? He will. Is he? he? Yeah, he, he will. I reckon he will. Yeah. But he, he'd have a lot of good stories. You know, he's done all that uh, overseas stuff. So yeah. 
gone over with the teams and done a lot of the navigating in the trophy trucks and absolutely yeah, that's a yeah and he's pretty he's a bit of a own. staple with um billy at the moment too yep. they're doing really well so yeah he's got a lot of good experience at the moment and he builds cool cars too he's always had good stuff and always been a full drive guy so yeah no, it's pretty cool I, I think it's a yeah it's a good thing to get all these conversations out there in the chats and we didn't we didn't really uh bring up too much controversial stuff tonight we yeah, I didn't didn't say too much bad. So I reckon, like buggy versus trophy truck. Or? Oh, we it's not we even an argument, mate. That's... Do you want to have a look at what's uh, winning the championships right now? Go and go nuts. There's a there's a reason they're called pro buggies, <laughs> not called trophy trucks. And we just call them trucks, not trophy trucks. trucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm still learning the lingo. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we wouldn't even watch them except that uh, a man called Greg Gartner's got one. Oh, that guy is a nutbag. You know the one we're talking about, the Don Ford? River. Are you coming to Don River? Oh. I sort of no pressure yeah i brushed on pressure. it i brushed on it. actually asked bryce bryce if he was coming this year yes oh, and yes. um he said nobody said Mate, geez, yeah you should definitely come to don River. don's a good one yeah, yeah definitely i was gonna try to fit it all in but um, unreal yeah. so one of the cool things about that race is essentially the pits are the start line of the race and then it's a 50 or 60k loop up and down a river so awesome for spectators Awesome well, to get the, in it. The best thing is that it's in Bowen. Like, I yeah. mean, you can bring your missus over, like anyone. You could fly you to make... Townsville, hire a car, drive an hour. That's oh, not really of, your it's style. It's a couple of hours. But I was going to say, the fact is that you can have a beachfront apartment. You can nip out, watch the race, and then go back and have dinner at the pub. Like, it's Oh, not... man, if you can't go because you're not allowed to, you can always sell that to them. You know, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll stay on the beach. And yep. blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, 100%. Oh, no, it's just – well, I just think it's one that – that they will continually they'll go hey we should go to don this year my that, missus does it all the time she's like she's like oh are we going to don this year yeah of it, course we're going yeah, to is that yeah. cage approved yeah oh we could put a put a number on the well, roof it's, it's got no logbook <laughs> thankfully oh, they, they might look at the turbo and think it's it <laughs> might be yeah. true just hide it yeah just yeah. pretend just it's not there it. hey well Nick, just make me Nick cover yeah yeah, yeah. No, but the moral of the story is it's a good race. If you get the chance, definitely. Don is – it's probably – and I reckon it's uh, – it's oh, getting... I'll call it. I say in less than 10 years, it will be the premier race in off-road in Australia. Ooh, big call. But uh, I re- it's definitely up there. Like, between Fink and Don, and I reckon we, – we've been talking about this a bit. Hey, if they nail one other one, maybe Kalgoorlie. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, what you wrote really, that on. Oh, we'd ladder. love to go over that's to Kalgoorlie. A, that's yeah. an easy stretch for yeah. me. Yeah, the, yeah. The bikes, the cars, like it's – Because that's the as key. See, most, most – yeah, exactly. As as fans of off-road racing, motorbikes and cars, the fact that yeah. you can do both in a weekend, that's killer. And as a spectator point of view, Cal's pretty good. Never been, never, never been. been, but we want to get Al's over. been. We'll have to ask Al. Yeah, yeah Al went definitely. over and raced with um, Corey in a pro buggy. Yep. Yeah, right. Yep. Mm. Yeah, no, it'd be worth a look. I definitely think it'd be worth a look. They might just have to ring us up and tell us to come. Hey, Josh. Well, where we we like to push for a lot of things that we don't have to organize, yeah. but we're saying that they should do like a like a desert race sort of championship. Like a tri-series. Fink. Yeah, like a tri-series. Oh, like Fink. you mentioned this on the podcast yeah. before, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Fink, we'll push it along. Bowen, and I think Don River and um, Kalgoorlie. Because the other one we're pushing that it's, it's lost a little bit of momentum, but it was big on Facebook for a while. <laughs> the Burdekin 24. The 24. We've yeah. been on about Mick Marson up there. We reckon we should run pro buggies and trophy trucks for 24 hours straight. And see Did you say trophy there. trucks or trucks? Just trucks. Just, yeah, just, okay. just trucks. Yeah. I mean, trucks. you know, Hino's. Yeah, 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 yeah. FDs, uni yeah, mugs. Yeah, <laughs> They're the fast ones compared to those geezer things. Yeah, it must be. No, no, K's no. now flat out. <laughs> Twenty four hours uh, is yeah. a long time. It's a long yeah. time. Yeah. Mate. yeah so our, our idea behind the the Burdekin Twenty Four was you team up, yes. so another car, and you've actually got to physically carry like a baton, like a relay race, yep. and you just race. Yeah. So if 
one car breaks, your other car has to go out and do three hours, or you can decide are you going to do lap for lap? Are you going to do four laps, four laps, four laps, four laps? You're going to have a, you know, yeah. strategy comes into it, lights come into it, yep. who's driving, navigators. Reliability, yes. like Reliability. like you said, having two big horsepower cars may not play out because yep. you've got a fixer. Like, yeah, yep. 24 hours. But I must admit, we came up with that when we had a. We, yeah, I was gonna say we had the LS in it, and that thing would run for months. So no oil, it'd just be. You good. put pump fuel in it, yep. just so maybe we might change our tune now and go nah. Twelve hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> Two's probably enough, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> Two at nine thousand. I'll probably test yeah. that old girl. I reckon. So I've got nah. to find out more about this Iron Man thing they do in WA. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. So the, oh, I have no idea, but so it's race a yeah. bike and a car. No, no, no. This is the Fink Iron Man, right? What about yes. this Iron Man series? It's kind of like the a winch challenge. Is this a fiery thing? Oh, or it's a, yeah, so Iron Man oh, Challenge. It's the one run by Adrian Parker. So, do you, what's that about? Do you? Well, you it's got... like an Outback Challenge, but in WA. Yeah, cool. So, like Sandy Bowman and a few of those guys have all been yeah, over, and yeah, yeah, yep. they yeah, race cool. that Kalman. Um, you know, yes, yep. So, I think it's essentially you like you're aware of the Outback Challenge, or like yeah, Outback. yeah, yeah. But I'm like. I'm just learning. I'm just no, picking all this stuff no, no, up. For but sure. yeah. yeah, so it was like that. It was called the Iron Man Challenge. I believe that they did a lot of like yeah, there was a fair bit of transversing in it. It was almost like a winch challenge safari, if you wanted to look at it like that. Yeah. Like I think they started it was pretty hectic. Yeah, north, yeah. Did they start yeah. north of Perth and end up at Esperance? Like it was yeah. all like I remember seeing footage along the coast. Yeah, yeah. waves yeah. crashing on cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally cool you had yeah. to set, and, and I think it was much like Dakar, where say the the stage might only be 80 kilometers long but then you had to like wake up in the morning travel 200 kilometers get to the start of the stage start do the stage you and had then to carry all, all your, food, your gear all, all your food, food. Yep. Yep. did yep. you sleep did you swags too or swags just, yep. Self-sufficient. Yep. Yep. Self-sufficient. maybe we got it maybe we got to get sandy bowman on he can he can <laughs> explain it all to us but uh no i know it was um it was basically well adrian parker had done very well out of wa out in the outback challenge and cliffhanger he had that wild white supercharged yep. gu Muppet. yep muppet so and they used to come over and they i think they won one or two times didn't they yep from yeah so and and then they built their own series over there because i think the outback challenge thing sort of fell uh, is outback challenge still a thing at the moment i'm not I really sure. i don't think cliffhanger yeah, is either so i think they all just sort of like went a bit quiet because the COVID. Outback, mm, yeah no but i reckon i hope i'm not setting myself up for failure here again in the comments if you know more than us hit us up but i do believe that outback was sort of like the same guy i'd run it for 10 years well he'd been running it since 99. is it called something else now is yeah. there a, heard a yarn the other day that it might be coming back broken hill yeah but it's a new it's not outback oh, challenge it's yeah. like the ultimate challenge well, or think, something like that i think i did hear a rumor about that actually and they were letting ultra that. fours do one stage yeah something like that yes oh no that might be cliffhanger anyway ah. we're, we're really mucking this story up but i'm sure that someone will know but yeah you're absolutely right i tell you what well see this is how funny the world is hey that's what I originally wanted to do in Whitey and why I started building it and caged it and did a bit of other stuff because I always wanted to do – because see, I'm a, I'm a weight guy. I must be a Russell Mason. But anyway, like I was all about super reliability, like leave it basically stock with stock parts, carry enough spares, and then like I know I don't look like it anymore, but I was going to like go super light on the, you know, bars like fine almost like space food or weigh your food. rags make sure you yeah, pick the light yeah, 100% right 100 though yeah. like i was going to go super light because my theory always and and still is like uh, a 1600 kilo jeep all of a sudden you winch a 1600 kilo jeep up a rock face with the same winch that a three ton 
80 series has, I'm going to be up the top of the hill faster than they are, you know? Yeah. Just super smooth, super consistent. Again, I'm talking rubbish because I never did any of it, so I procrastinated the whole way through. And uh, But the, that was always my thought process is then I was going to get in, like I wanted to do that. But then somewhere along the line, we got lost. I think we started racing at Land Cruiser Mountain Park and we talked about building, I, I think we've probably heard this story before, we were going to build a, we actually bought the yeah. V8 Grand Cherokee yeah, to yeah. race class seven. We were going to go seven racing. And we're like, and then by the time we actually looked at it, we're like, I'm pretty confident the maintenance on keeping chassis together and arms panels. and bushes and panels yep. is going to cost us more than if we just go and race a proper race car. And I, I actually, no, that was I still, I still believe that to be a true statement. Like you look at the guys like Luke Ayres, you know, he ran that pretty fast. Um, uh, he won class eight, raced Fink and a few other races. He raced a 75 series, 80 series hybrid thing. And like, they were just basically rebuilding it start to finish after every single race. You know, and and he's gone the pro buggy thing now, and and he tended to back up what we thought. Hey, he goes like you just got to work on them so much. Whereas honestly, like our Jimco, other than stuff that we've stuffed up, we do we service CVs, service gearbox. Heck, we pulled the gearbox down to look at it and put it back together with no changes. You know what I mean? Like we sort of did a lot of maintenance stuff to it because we were of the opinion. Often we'd have conversation where like, oh, we don't need to look at that. You do because otherwise you're gonna end up. A five dollar part will fail you, but as long as you serviced them, even down to CV, we used to pull all our CV balls apart and clean them and petrol clean and them, check you know, them, check them and make sure. Yeah. That, and if none of the hardening was off them, put them back in. Let's check go again. again. Yeah, yeah. time versus cost. Hundred percent. Yeah, it was. Very yeah, good. and that was the big thing. Like they've got the big rod ends, they've got the big hind joints, they've got the yep. big uni balls. Like everything was made in them to survive. Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was interesting because, again, we might be on the wrong track, but that was just our opinion on what we saw. And Because, we again, we were going to go seven racing because we thought particularly we, it was a V8 Grand Cherokee. And at the time I went, you know, everyone else is racing TB42 GQs and that were like, this V8 Grand Cherokee will smoke all these patrols. Like, you know, it won't even be a challenge. You know, they're all linked up. They're all coils. There's no leafs. Like, dudes were racing like 75 leafs. MQs. MQs yep. at Fink. We're like, holy moly, they looked so bad. Dude had a Brumby. Now he was fast. Do you remember that? I do remember the Brumby. Stuart yeah. Zelensky or whatever yep. his name was. It, didn't that, he? he took out yes. a couple of times. A couple yeah. of times. A couple of yeah. times. Yeah, yep. very fast. See, we would have bitten off more than we could chew with him. He'd be, <laughs> he'd be like, you bunch of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he, he was very fast. So, yep. yeah, but we sort of looked at the and then went, oh, man, well, I think this is. And so we just got heavy. Into, and I'd always been into the motorbike thing. So I'd raced a bit of enduro stuff around here. Like, you know, the Pony Express series used to be big. And and through the ADB magazines, we'd always wanted to go to Fink. So this is how old we are. We are really showing our age. Josh and I in 2010 decided to ride it and we mailed in. You used to have to mail yeah. in yeah. your um, nomination And then wait to get the information back if you'd been accepted yep. or not. Did you have DVD players then or VHS? Oh, no, DVDs. Just, DVDs, definitely. Just. <laughs> just. You, had to, you had to back order DVDs though. Yeah, no, yeah VHS yeah. when they came out. No. Yeah. That <laughs> no, no, was funny. But anyway, and yeah, and then once we went to Fink and. And yeah. then Gundy. I think Gundy was the big turning point as well. Yeah. In what year was that? Nine? Oh, nine, yeah. Uh, we went in oh, nine to Gundy when he went. And that was Bryce Chapman and all those boys. And we're like, oh, this is out of control like yeah 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 it was a good year actually 09 because that was we talked about it on one of our podcasts with bo robinson and that was the year trav was racing bo was racing um uh shannon and dave dave but, fellows yeah. who's the toyota guy here out in in alice springs he was sponsored by him but yeah and they ran and they like it came down to the end of the season at the end of five laps of this gnarly race course they were split by 
14 seconds? 14 or, or 15 like it was seconds. Some, and that was to, for the Australian Championship. Like, like, the racing hot. was so tight. This yeah. is racing, you know, like, yeah. So it was cool. Yeah, but it's interesting. It's changed a lot. Again, man, we keep going back to social media, but the way that that's just shown too, like, because even in, well, Toby won it in 2010 yeah. and it was 2012. Like, he was still walking around and, like, you know, like he wasn't a celebrity in those days, you know. It was just basically if you either knew about Fink or you didn't. And and not me, but then you know what was it like? Really, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Billy Getty's got quite a bit going on. Like he was quite a name there for a while, and 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 well, do it because you know he did the Australian Championship, won that in class four when Hellboy came out. And, yeah, yeah. So, think is your only off road race, or you've been to any other off road race, like as in Pro Buggies, Trophy Trucks, off road race? Yeah. So, think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, yeah, not not the one that's just been the one before that. Yep. That was it. Yeah, that's yep. totally it. So I'm like, oh, I'm learning. Yeah, you better like, get cool. to Kalgoorlie. Yeah. I'm I'm keen on the Kalgoorlie yeah. one. Yeah. Um, what about you, Hoggy? You beat the one. I've just done all the um, so the short course type stuff. That yes. We've yeah. Done. That's about oh, it. Oh, yeah. that's pretty cool too. You actually course. competed though, right? Yeah. 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 We did the Superior Engineering when they did theirs down yeah. Brizzy. Yes. That a couple of times. Yes. And then when it came up here to Gladstone, I think um. Brent, yep. yeah, Brent did it. Taylor, um, yep. yep, put it on and yeah, good bloke, friggin' yeah. sweet. So. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good yeah. course too. It was nice and flowing, and it was fast. Yeah, man. it was fast. Yeah, yeah, yep. it was so, good. No, that's right. Some yeah, really, shorty, good. Yeah. yeah, yes. So. And you did pretty well Race in car. that, didn't you? Did you? Race yeah, car, not too yeah. bad considering. I think I did better in the superior engineering, but I was yep. like in the class. I was the only car with plates. Yes, yeah. I'd literally put it on trailer, take it home, yep. and then because they would have put you in class eight because it had an LS. Well, it wasn't really a class eight; it was just like a an petrol modified. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So, and yeah, it was crazy. I think I was racing like there was a a kit car Hummer, and it had a LS in it, yes. but it was on like a GQ chassis, and it was you know these guys are just going. I think I remember that. Crazy, yeah. yeah. That was like you're still on the dual lanes, like going into Brizzy, and it was like at a big showground. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. off the side of the highway. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember that. What was that? Farm fantastic. fantastic. That's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah, but no, no, it's a um, it's a very cool sport, and I will highly recommend that you boys should get up to Don River. It's one of those great ones where you get a lot of time to interact with the competitors as well and stuff like that. Like because they all camp in a showgrounds and you're allowed to camp there and everything like that. It's a yeah. good one. But I mean, Fink's always a hard one to go past. Like it's such a. It's such just a, convenient that I'm kind of. I've got across the country to get home. So yes, doing yeah, the whole Donaldson's well. drag thing was awesome. It's, it's almost like they've planned it a good time for you to be able to go do this drag, go to Fink, and go home. I low, think low key, yes, yeah. Yes. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a bit also too. It's you know the week. It's a week before, so any CQ lads can still do both. Yes. Um, but, but to touch on that, that is something we're trying to sort of like talking with Ben. I think he would like to spread the gap out just a little bit more. So, think. Uh, yeah, so a couple of the bigger players, you know, they're going their pre-run in the week before. Yes. So give them a bit more time. Yep. Very smart. Yeah. A couple of events. So yeah, we'll just probably try and make this thing an annual thing. I like it. But see, so like that, an annual is that trip a commitment. To see, yeah. Is that a yeah. Commitment? Well, I mean, <laughs> now, now it's been recorded, I suppose. So. Just did voice him now for the nomination, Ben. No. Yeah. <laughs> I still feel like that it's got to be a two-way street. It's yeah, we got to go to Western Australia. Yeah. I yeah. yeah, simple as that. Yeah, yep. like I mean, we have Wool Pass Wednesdays at the Perth Motorplex. Yes, every single Wednesday. So if you've got a four-by with mud tires, just rock up and race it on the drag strip, or like on, on the dirt. Per, on a, like on an international. Like this is the yeah. Like growing on the whole Banarabi drag yes, thing. Yes. We we do it we can do it every Wednesday night. Wow. In Perth, yeah. That's pretty cool. Like. So and they don't get narky about you using I think they have a I'm not really sure. So don't 
don't quote me, but I think they give them a lane. Yep. So awesome. obviously there's a prep prep lane that yes. you can't screw up and yes. then maybe they give them a lane. Maybe they just let them go down. I don't really know. I've never been. It's just funny because I drive 5,000 Ks to try and run a 10-second <laughs> pass, but I can literally do it 40 seconds from or 40 minutes from my house. Where's the yep. fun in that though? Like, yeah, I know. The there's no though? flex, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. you're saying we start a, an Australian championship where, say, it's like Benarabi and then Western Australia and then like bonus points for who's the fastest up a sand hill? Yeah, I think yep. we can make this sort of like the Iron Man of... Yep, yes. so Benarabi yes. to... The local area here yeah. for the sand dunes, and then Western Australia to the Western Australia local areas, and we so it's a four round competition. Four round, I like. You got to have your swag, you know. Yes, yeah. Your gas yeah. cooker. You got to sleep in your car or yes. next to it me. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. What luxury love resorts are around? Hey, I've got another question. I'd just be listening to your race. Like, so being a you know, we raced the Sylvia and did a bit of drag racing back in our day, but always in street cars, never in four drives. What's it like in uh, one of these big horsepower cars at 180, 190 kilometers? What are, what mile an hour are you running through the traps? Um, I'm doing yeah, 121 or 122 oh. mile. Yep. So I'm not a math mathematician or anything. I'm but doing that's... 117, 118 mile, and that's about 197 k's an hour. Yeah, so you'd be a touch over 200. Yep. Or yeah. Or 121. I'm doing like 121 miles per hour yeah, over the awesome. finish line. Yeah. 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 You're probably 210. Yeah. Yeah, but his your front half is just phenomenal. Like the speed difference between something like myself. Like his or yeah, well, I'm on auto as well. But yes. this thing now is pretty. It's like we talk about the whole race that we're going to have and everything, and it would have been a good one because yep. they're like I know it's a shorty, but it's still pretty heavy. Yes. Um, but they're very similar in power now. Nick's yep. Nick's actually hasn't been nonoed, but yep. looking at all the numbers and all that, like it's it's on top of the money. So yeah. it would have been fun. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit disappointing, but it just means we get to link up again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like definitely. a good excuse to meet up. Well, this yeah, whole so. thing, like I broke, I broke my gearbox here and just decided to rendezvous kind of thing. And yep. um, now I'm back for another little expedition, yes. you yeah, know. Yes. And it's all positive. It's yes. all yep. like yep. I broke my gearbox. That shit. But now this is all positive. Yep. Getting back in CQ and yeah, I'm having a fat time. So. so we found the common denominator of gearbox breakage, Hoggy. Are we blaming? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. LS with boost. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. LS is with a lot of boost. Okay. Yeah, that is true. No, that's cool, man. It's it's a good way to look at it too, because yeah, it's definitely an adventure to go on these sort of trips and and uh, do have these sort of experiences. Again, you won't be sitting back at sixty five going wishing that you didn't do it. You know? No, yeah. no, man. Every time it's just huge learning experience, and yep. that's what I'm all about. Just yep. try to learn every day. Yep. Perfect. I love that. Definitely. The nod from Josh Carey is like, yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I can dig it. What are you thinking, young fella? I reckon we wrap it up. Nice. Time for a beer? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I, I want to get out and check these cars out, to be yeah. perfectly honest with you. Definitely. That's we'll try really to get some photos for the old yeah, yeah. but I know there's plenty of photos on your group. Now, boys, first up, give us a plug. Give us your Instagram handles and where we can find you. Um, I'm just solely... Pig Motorsport, two Gs. Um, and yeah, honestly, I appreciate it. All the followers. And if you've bought a t-shirt or something from me, you have funded this. Like yep. this is how I afford to do it. So Love yeah, it. it's it's great. Jump on, give me some support. And That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, there's always videos. There's always bits and pieces of this story. So well worth. We we follow. Hey, Josh. We yeah. love it. So oh, yeah, yeah it, it's good. There's always some action happening. And Jeffrey, hit us with it. Man, I got a list so long of people to thank, especially since like just crashing for free. Yep. Um, but yeah, big ones, Dobinsons for the support, putting on the event. It's been awesome for them. Uh, awesome for me. 
I mean, um, yeah, John for the the recent use of his hoist and all that. We get my car going. That's John Pratchett, and um, yeah, Nick Alan Cornick as well. Yep. Um, he's been literally swinging spanners with me all week, getting yeah, this thing Cornick's back together. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, literally he he's got he's a thug. Hey, yeah. he's yeah. got one week off, man. Every single day. Yep. He's babysitting me. Yep. Looking after me. Leaves me his car. Yep. The whole deal just absolutely looks after me. Yeah. Um, awesome. So thanks to Al. Um. Probably the boys at Burson's. Are, yeah, the boys big at one. Burson's going in there every second day or every day looking for parts and bits and pieces. Shout at out Cookie. Johnny yeah. and, they're, Johnny they're and Cookie and other lads. CQA. The, the Burson boys yeah. here are top level. Yeah. 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 Just to touch on that, like, yeah, sorry to interrupt, but like I recently had my old man chasing some parts down. Um, he's moved down Sunny Coast and you know, I said, go to your Burson's and he's gone to Burson's and down there they can't get in the stuff. And the guys up here, they're just next level. Like, yeah. I've bought yeah. stroker kits through there. Like, yep. Yep. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, they just genuinely love it. it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, They've been solid. It's crazy, but yeah. Yeah, like they'll order like holly parts for me yep. and get them. Um, but yeah, I've, sorry if I forgot anyone because there's a lot of people that have helped yep. out. But oh, Regan, Regan Hines has been around helping me out every single day. Yep. It's good. Wiring guru. Yep. Yep. No, it's been awesome. And uh, but what's your Insta is? Oh, yeah. I think it's uh, Jeffro Charles. Yeah. At Jeffro Charles, yeah. If you look Charles, for the, uh, the oh, I can't remember if it's Charles Jeffro. No, I think it is Jeffro Charles. Oh, Je- yeah, cool. Yeah. I don't even actually know, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> just always logged in, eh, mate? Yeah, oh, man, it's just something that's never ending, eh? <laughs> but no, definitely go and give the boys a follow anyway, because yeah, it, sure. it's great content, and like you said, it's supporting dudes, and they get to see you do these sort of events and action, and and it's well worth a watch, guys, for sure. And, yeah. yeah, we just want to find like-minded people. Keen to yeah, do the same yeah, thing. absolutely. Yeah, what it's about, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we might, uh, yeah. Again, sounds like the boys are booking a super tour to WA, so we'll have, have to jump on board. Have to get on board. Yeah. That. Have to jump on board that. Yeah, if sure. anyone works for that, um, that train line that goes for the thing, uh, we need to hook up. Yeah, so yeah, a yeah. couple of spots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> need need a double decker trailer yeah. to find. Yeah, well, she'll love it. Brycey has a couple of transporters, eh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we might have to G because yeah. Bryce actually hasn't come in to see me in um, WA. So yeah, we'll to... we can get the champion over there as well in the sand dunes. Oh, Brycey in the champion. Yep, in the sand dunes. Yeah, yeah. He should come to the Cow Desert race actually. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're listen, solving the world's problems. I was gonna say he's been posting a few more videos of the Jimco. Yeah, I don't know if he's snappy or whatever, but like there is a bit of action happening there. I think he's pretty keen. Is he racing Warrior? Did he say he's prepping it for? So I think he might be racing after Don in New South Wales because he's a bit of a Warrior. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 he's good. Yeah, he's a lad, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot. yeah you get, will like him. Get him yeah. on Snap, Nick. He'll, Nick, he'll keep you entertained. Nick, <laughs> Nick, what on earth? <laughs> yeah no he's a good dude so because he's always just uh being random and he's due like he just drives it around his backyard with no panels on and, oh yeah yeah because yeah. Yeah, they're on a bit no, he, he tipped her over the other day in his backyard he's a weapon man, he backflipped his can out oh, yes backflipped yeah yeah that's right that's what you need man. to know he is a wall yeah, yeah. man yeah he mate. built because they, they're uh their family does earthworks and stuff like that so they got like machinery backhoes loaders whatever you need so yeah, he built himself a ramp so that he could backflip a can him. I think he, when it landed, he did it a lot of damage all, to himself. Snapped everything, yeah, but yeah, yeah, he yeah. did it. He did it. He yep. definitely did it. Yeah, he did do it. No, he's a legend. But no, the WA trip that sounds like an absolute perler, and uh, the more room. LS cars, yep. the better. I like it. Just boost, big boost. See if everywhere. we can find a few barrows to drag over. Ooh. See if they got what it takes. You know? Heck yeah! There Mind you go. Yeah. Just left yeah. it out. Called him out. Called him out. Stinking Fords. Oh, taxi motor. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Still going a million kilometers later, but 
Very but good. I don't know if a thousand horsepower ones do. Yeah, but yeah, yeah copy. Very good. All right, boys. We appreciate you guys finding yeah. a bit of time tonight to uh, come on the podcast. And uh, yeah, thanks for having us, mate. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been a blast. It's been really good to hear some of your stories. So, all the best, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Hooroo.